Zach. Yo. Today, I sat down and watched our movie of the week. Okay. And, and it just made me really want to buy Deckard's Blaster. All of theirs? I mean, you could really spend a lot of money. Oh. On a, on a, like, I'm talking like a lot of money. Yeah, because I don't want a 3D printed one. I want like the legit metal and resin casts. So they're like minimum like 1300 bucks and yeah uh, they're uh they're pretty pricey real pricey and i don't think i i don't think i have the stomach for it but i still really want one now are we talking like pre-made or like kit at 1300 uh i believe they're pre-made at 1300 but even kits are like seven which, 800 which which kit the tomenosuke one yeah Oh, it's beautiful, bro! I know the, it's tomato like, soup. Tomato soup. Like, what did you say? How, how, how <laughs> that seems you you, uh, Who needs Deckard's gun when you got a gun on your desk? That's true. Christ. I have it. Right about to spend thirteen hundred dollars on a gun that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my gun was right here on top of my comics when we started. I was like, oh shit, I need to move that. Jeez, we're gonna get some accidental discharge. My goodness. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. You brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Don't forget to head over to one six corner.com and use code CW10. That's capital C, capital W, one zero during our live recording for 10% off all in stock items. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We got five new hot toys to talk about. We got more uh, typical Toys Wonderland bullshit that we have to talk about. And um, we're also reviewing one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Dean, before we get into it, we have a very special so- show. Wow, a very segment. special segment that all the best shows start with. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? So I got um, in the mail. I got it on Mercari. Like, sick deal. Um, you have a slide, but I'll go ahead and pull it up. It's the... Um, do you remember love vf1s with a little roy fokker figure super valkyrie excuse me um what fokker i hardly knew her <laughs> yeah i got um, nipples too you've been fokkerized <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i got nipples of fokker can you milk me um yeah i just 
wanted it for the collection. I just have it in the box still. Um, just a cool Macross figure, super 80s, you know, five POA. Really not much going on, but it's, it's a cool display piece. And it was only 20 bucks. Uh, okay, so I bought this, right? 20 bucks. I think it was like free shipping. And the guy was like, yo, I, I have some other ones like that I, I have, you know, I could put up for sale. And I was like, cool, let me see what you got. So he posted like three other ones, seventy dollars. I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's like he got one sale and got excited, but yeah, I was like. Is it something you're gonna think about though, and like feel like maybe you missed out on, and then contact him later? See if he'll that do a better price. That was one that I really, really did want, but I was like, it's not worth seventy bucks. Like these, in terms of like Macross toys, they're super old, like very outdated. Like, just message him in two weeks and say you'll give him one fifty for the lot or something like that, right? Yeah, well, we'll see. I got other stuff I gotta pay for, but yeah, that's that's what I got. So, what about you guys? Hey, I'm next. Oh. Um, yeah, that damn rabbit hole. I uh, got the Batman. I found the local seller here. The Batman third scale, uh, the Hush Batcave. Oof. Duh. I am fucking so jealous, sweet, bro. bro. It's, it's still sitting in the kitchen, exactly like this. Jesus have, Christ, you get eat on it. You don't <laughs> play on it. I haven't. I don't know how I'm going to unbox it after Thor. I've been traumatized, so I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I'm going to figure out a way and try to get it unboxed live. Uh, but yeah, that was this week. Is this that the blue so version? Cool. Blue or the yeah. black version? This one's blue. okay. Perfect, bro. You're bro, that honestly, blue. Yeah. Honestly, John like rarely ever has a new this week, but when he does, he goes fucking he big. Fucking shows up, bro. Um, you fucking love to see it. It's been da- it's dangerous, man. It's been dangerous. I've been letting the hot toys go slowly. Some of the ones I don't need in the collection. So, um, this is tr- exciting. Trying to find like a you wait for a deal. The, the reason I jumped on this because it was a good deal below retail over here so yeah without shipping and tax exactly right? i just had to go pick it up and it, it was that's why i went for it, it was a nice guy uh landon's his name really nice guy um hooked it up so we'll what's see what's his name landon oh they said aladdin i was like no Jesus. no not aladdin. and john this is obviously a question for the friday show but are our statues kind of seeing a dip in the market much like hot toys like life going back to normal and some prices dropping on statues uh not necessarily. The, things aren't going for as much as they they usually go for, but I just think it's people are looking for local deals because the shipping shipping's absolutely astronomical. Yeah. Oh gosh, right now. I couldn't even imagine. But you know what it is? It's if you wait. I I don't think the prices have gone down. It's just some people get desperate and they need the funds. So I think that's where you're gonna get a, a quicker sale at a lower price. So just be patient. Oh, there you go. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we got Toy Mafia, Ninja Squirrel, Tukatri, Carlito, Baby Boy. You know I, you know why I'm here. Hashtag BT Squad. Uh, we got Nicolio the Great. Hello there. He's got the alien there. You'll love to see it. Ninja Squirrel, Spicy Takes today. Hopefully. We'll see. Danny Lee, Jacob, Equan, Irwin, Draw the Line 35. Really hyped about most of these releases. Yeah, they got some good stuff today. King Ding, Danny Lee. Sweet, sweet Danny Lee. Equan. Uh, David Jones, one two three Thor Gaming, one two three. Uh, we also have Tina in the chat. What's up, Tina and uh, Nicholas? Thank you guys for joining us tonight. What'd you get, Marco? 
Yeah, so it's been a pretty good last few weeks. So pick this one up from shout out to Eddie Money Mendez. He was selling this bad boy. I think it was his brother's, but this uh, this Daredevil was one that I wanted to add for a long time. This and the Punisher, um, but really couldn't justify the prices. So he made me a nice little deal, was able to add it, and it is a beautiful figure. I know we're going to see this guy soon in She-Hulk and in his own show. So, you know, this is definitely a re reissue candidate, but I know the next iteration of the suit, at least the next follow-up in, in She-Hulk will have yellow, which I'm less a fan of than this look. So, yeah, really happy to add this one. Amazing I will also... Oh, thank you, brother. Amazing. Yeah, I... Have you had this one before? I haven't. It's one I missed out on because I never watched the show. I only oh, watched yeah. the show recently, right? That's right. That's right, dude. But <laughs> this is this is an awesome pickup, and I don't think they'll re they'll touch this suit again. I hope not. Yeah, I yeah, hope I not. Think so. I, I I think this one will hopefully just stay for that iteration of the Netflix show. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I will also note I picked up some things from Danny Lee. Shout out to him. But um, I'm gonna save that for next uh, new this week since I haven't unboxed everything just yet. Wow. Meeting Danny be, and getting some hot toys. I know. It was day. a great day, Sorry, man. Danny's no worries, boss. Yeah. I was going to say, now that you've got this one, are you going to look for the one? I think it's I think it's So-So Toys that made it. Uh, like the black the black sweater version of him like from the yeah. first two or three episodes. So he was actually selling that one as well. And so I kind of had to choose. So do I cool. want that one? Do I want this one? Do I want them both? I couldn't justify adding both. So I, I kind of went with this one. But that's a beautiful figure too, man. The fight scene in, I think it was episode two in the hallway the in that hallway outfit, scene. <laughs> one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen, man. It was crazy. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I've been looking for that guy, too. So. Well, reach out to Eddie, Eddie, man. Maybe I'll have to, might... have to poke him. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> poke go. him in a friendly way, of course. Jesus. Wow. Tina says, Jesus, <laughs> I had a Punisher and a Shuri that I traded in for a Mark 7 at a local comic shop, and I had to add $150 for it. Yeah. Be careful trading in Hot Toys at those local comic stores. You'll be paying... Almost, you know, for a whole new figure at that rate. Uh, she says, whenever I see a Daredevil, it reminds me of Punisher. Great figure. That's a I missed fact. out on one of these. I've never seen the show. I want this figure, though. Fern was selling one a while back, and it was loose, and he gave me a heads up, and I was like, bro, I need this I, terrible timing. Yeah. I keep my Mark Seven on my desk, so that's a great figure. Don't feel bad. Yeah, that's a hefty, terrible... hefty figure to have right in the desk. Too. Oh, like I've got mine, but it's like it's a beast. I love that. Bro, figure. mine fell the other day. I was oh, like, no. I've, I, it's done. I've ruined it. But I only got one tiny scuff on the shoulder pad. But I was so scared, never hurt bro. anybody. I think I told you this, but when yeah, it's more battle effort, damage. When I first pulled out my Mark Seven uh, to show Shauna, and I let her hold it for the very first time, she Jesus. tried to press. She had to try to turn the lights on by pressing the arc reactor chest and pop the plastic right out Man. of it. <laughs> I was like, that's she's not, not allowed. <laughs> she's not allowed around any of the hot, any of the hot toys no. now. <laughs> wow, that's. Uh, I thought that was going somewhere else. Uh, I had two pickups this week. Um, honestly, I. I feel like McFarlane Toys is the savior of the low-end toy market, to be honest. Like, honestly getting probably my nomination for Company of the Year, just fucking putting out, like, I mean, he's getting the Avatar license, he's got, you know, well, actually the blue Avatar, and he's got Avatar Lost Airbender license, and and I picked up the Appa from his uh, toy line, it's 20 bucks, it's fucking huge, really well-painted, really well-sculpted, nice little bit of minimal articulation, but it's very, you know, you get some real iconic looks with him. Really thankful about that. And then from one of our Patreonies, even Percha, I got the Dark Toys Rick, which is a stunning figure, to be honest, for kind of what you can get in terms of Blade Runner for the price. Like Dean said, you know, $1,300 for a blaster. 
I think there was one company a long time ago that made a figure. It was the brother figure. Sideshow teased one like 2018, never made it. <clears throat> Custom outfits go like six, seven, eight hundred bucks. Um, and and Stephen purchased a Patreon nice enough to hold it for me. Had a little bit of drama with the shipping. First, they said the uh, address was incorrect on the package. Uh, then they said it was going back to Nebraska. And I went to the post office to try to intercept it there. They're like, nope, it already got sent back. Sorry, they're going to have to reship it to you. I come back, and it's sitting on my doorstep. So it's the whole USPS situation. What I don't a shit understand show. And Trump the, is right. It's clearly printed on the, like, it's, it's not like, you know, he scribbled it on there, and yeah, maybe I could see that. No, it's like, you know, pretty pretty obviously um, their mistake. And so... It is what it is, but in addition, John, can you big cam me for a second? I got this wonderful Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing towel. So when you're unboxing and you're getting a little, little hot, you could, you know, dab yourself. Might have to send one to Lane. Sweet guy. He's been doing so many unboxings with us. But yeah, we're, we're trying to test out some different merch. And this was one that we uh, we ordered. And I think, it's, I think it came out great. And, you know, for the price, it was not too bad. Uh, but enough about that. Let's get into the news now. None of the hot toys that we're going to talk about today have prices, which is interesting. Um, I know some of them are at the moment listed as like, you know, Shanghai exclusives. These ones I don't believe they are. But like I said, none of them have gone up for sideshow yet. Uh, so these are hot toys, uh, Johnson and Tyler. I'm going to show them both together, and then you guys can take their uh, take your takes on them. But uh, what do you think, John? What do you think about these guys? I think these are... Look, I know nothing about them. Apparently, it's like some from some sort of film overseas, I think. That's where it's coming from? Uh, correct. The film is called Warriors of Future. Probably Future Warriors uh, over there. Regardless, the, the figures look really cool. Um, great suits. Great... I think some of the actors as well posed with them afterwards on Instagram. And they look pretty accurate. But... Um, you know, I we don't really know. I personally don't know the movie. I still appreciate Hot Toys kind of doing something different, right? I could still appreciate these. I get vibes from that movie we watched with Tom Cruise. What was that called again? Uh, Edge, Edge of, of tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, I get the Edge of Tomorrow vibes Absolutely. from this. Uh, but a really cool mech suit. The all the parts, uh, the fact that you get the well, the base is a, it's a rock base, but you get some accessories and the helmet. The helmet closes, I think which is really cool. Uh, I, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. We got to see the price, of course, but so far, I like that at least Hot Toys with these kind of diving into something different. And John, when you said Edge of Tomorrow, that's totally the first thing I thought. Yeah. Also kind of reminds me of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Like they've had some, yeah. or I think Advanced Warfare, they've kind of had these yeah. mech suits. Um, so without knowing anything about this property, I do want to see the movie now, kind of after seeing these designs, but... I want to add one of these and I don't know if they'll be available here in like small quantities or, or what the situation will be, but I definitely, this is something that's on my radar because it just looks so damn cool and unique. And I think it would just like, it could just be a generic representation of just a dope mech suit or, or, um, exo suit, I guess is what it would, would be more appropriately called. So yeah, I really like these releases shockingly. Marco, you motherfucker. Carlito says Tyler and Johnson are on sideshow for three twenty apiece. Uh, let's let's double check that three twenty releasing July to December two thousand twenty three. Um, 
that is our bad. Um, I I think they look fucking awesome. I I don't really care about the movie. Never seen it. Probably never will. But I'm I could get down with some future mechs. To be honest, like exosuit, like Marco said, Advanced Warfare, one of my favorite Xbox games, one of my favorite uh, Modern Warfare's. Um, I worry about the durability. I mean, some of these pieces in the real exosuit, I mean, they're made of, like, titanium, but they're very, very, very thin. And so I, I hope in some way there would be a touch of diecast there. I don't see the diecast banner, so maybe they aren't. Maybe they aren't. Uh, but the paintwork looks great. The posability you can get these guys in, I mean, they they look, all things considered, fairly posable. And... um Again, I, I think I'm. I think you know, not every figure has to be like a Western property, right? I think this is great that the local market's going to have this figure. Um, I would say though, at three twenty, maybe a little less exciting for me. If it was two eighty five, I think this would be, you know, something to consider. But three twenty, you know, tax shipping, you're looking at probably three sixty. Maybe and if it's a truly bit available much. on Sideshow already, and, and they're going to have some potential dead stock, and this is. Definitely a discount uh, potential right here because it couldn't be that popular here, even with how cool they look for that price. Yeah, definitely. Three twenty is steep. I, I think it would be cool if you paired them with like a like I, in my mind's eye. I feel like I could put them with even uh, like Terminator figures or like some en- like exoskeletons uh, or endoskeletons, I should say, uh, in like a like a future war type setting. Uh, you know, picture this as like the human race. You know, trying to use some some machine armor and stuff. I haven't seen the film, obviously, but uh, when I did take a look at the character likeness, though, I they were pretty sweet. Like John said, they they looked really good. Uh, so. For that, I think excellent. I think for the folks that are looking for these and we're excited about the film, it makes me want to watch the movie, just because clearly it's had a following. So at some point, I may—I uh, don't love watching films with subtitles because, like, I have a hard time reading and also like paying attention. <laughs> so, but uh, but this one, this one might be one that I I check out for sure. Cool looking figure. Yeah, <clears throat> when I first saw these, I thought they were from uh, Wandering Earth which was an, another Chinese film that's on Netflix and it's dubbed. You don't have to watch it with subtitles. Nice. Uh, and that movie I thought was phenomenal. Um, so this one is apparently kind of like the next uh, big movie from China. Uh, the trailer came out in 2019 and it's been like delayed into oblivion. So the movie I believe finally came out this week and that's why these figures got announced. Uh, I believe Joao, Big Bretta said he was going to go see it. Um and yeah, they're they're freaking sweet and I I'm definitely tempted to watch the movie. Um but if I don't, then I'm not going to be tempted to buy these. <laughs> so uh maybe I won't watch the movie cuz that's expensive, bro. Save this money. <laughs> yeah. So you're um, paying $15 for the movie, $600 for the figure. <laughs> yeah, because on BBTS they have the exosuit guys from the movie The Wandering Earth, and those are by Damn Toys, which makes really great products, and those are yeah, like creeping up to 400, so um yeah, it's I I I want those, but again, that's just too much. So, uh, but yeah, these look really fucking cool. I like them a lot. 
All right, let's move on. Um, Gigi says, thought this was a militarized Iron Man. I'm done. You'll love to see it. Um, now, continuing the Chrome line. So we, have, <laughs> we have We have uh, the yellow gold Stormtrooper. We have the copper gold Stormtrooper. I think there's even a chocolate gold in there somewhere. We have the clone Storm, Stormtrooper and the black Chrome Death Trooper. Jesus, it's a mouthful. We now have the uh, Stormtrooper Chrome version. Uh, Dean... Is a pickup for you? Uh, maybe just the helmet if I can find someone piecing it out. Um, I really wanted to do a, a Daft Punk uh, version, so put him in like a suit and just have the helmet on there. So, oh, I like that um, idea. Yeah, but finding the gold helmet is like really hard. <laughs> They're out there; it's just very hard to track one down. Um, but yeah, this is cool. Um, people seem to really like those colorations, so. It's kind of like a no-brainer. Like, honestly, I'm surprised it took this long just to get Chrome, you know? Um, but, yeah, it's cool. Kind of inoffensive and, you know, just... Like, to me, it's mad. But I could see why people like it. You're probably better off, Dean, getting a regular Stormtrooper helmet and spray painting it. Oh, that's not bad. It'd probably yeah. be cheaper. But in regards to this, it's, it's a Stormtrooper chromed out, right? It's just another... What are we gonna call it? Cash cow? I, it's not like it goes well with I guess the other two they just showed at the con. Uh the Chrome Dell, what was it? Remind uh, me. Clone Trooper and then the Death yeah, Trooper. The Death Trooper. Goes well with them, but guy another spray another another metallic stormtrooper. I I can understand if you're all all your P's and Q's are, are up to date and everything's going well and you got some spare time, but when we're waiting for releases and, and we're waiting for uh, some figures that have been announced and, and haven't been up for pre-order yet or and just teased, I wouldn't be putting this kind of stuff up. I'd be You're focusing on that. This is this is just like a their their pockets must be empty and they need a, a quick little refuel. They do that, right? Yeah. And you're completely right. This is such a cash grab and just an easy repaint for them. That being said, I think this looks sick as hell. Like I think this guy next to Darth Vader would just look beautiful. Um, so I, I'm definitely intrigued. If it's anywhere near the price of the Chrome Clone Trooper, was, which was by the time you add on the taxes and fees, even with free shipping was around 300 bucks, it will definitely be extremely overpriced. And so for that reason alone, I might not pick it up. But you know, if it dropped a bit or if it you know fell around the 250 range, I definitely would want to add one of these because I think it, it is unique looking. I mean, unique for a stormtrooper. Obviously, we've had other iterations of the troopers, but yeah, I, I think it's a beautiful looking figure, regardless of all the other things that we just talked about. I think collectors, like, I feel like we're sometimes a bit of a hard group to to please, because I feel like if they if Hot Toys didn't release pipeline fillers like these or announce them, um, then we would feel like we're still waiting kind of forever between some of these releases, some of these ones that they've promised that we're still not getting. And we're kind of like, Hey, like what the heck's going on? And why are we getting the Chrome Stormtrooper if we're still waiting on kind of X, Y, and Z. But at the same time, if they weren't giving us some of these pipeline fillers that are clearly easy to make for them, they've got the molds, they just have to give it a different paint job. Uh, and for a lot of collectors, even me, like it's still an attractive enough figure. I've got the black shadow trooper. I've got the white storm trooper. This might look cool with the white, black and chrome, uh, just to kind of have like a little trifecta group in, in the collection. 
I think people would be like, hey, you know, Hot Toys is asleep. They're not doing anything. Like, we're not seeing the figures they've promised, and they're not giving us any new announcements. Like, what is happening? Why haven't we heard from them in months? At least this does give us something to talk about, something to kind of be a little bit excited about. And for the right price, I think that this can be an easy shoe into somebody's collection, as I said, like mine, where I don't necessarily have an envisioned Star Wars setup, uh, but the handful of Star Wars Hot Toys that I have... I think this one, the color palette would complement it. It would fit in my household with my fiancé, who likes pastel colors and all this stuff. I'd be able to squeeze it in and not have to <laughs> apologize too much. Uh, and I think it would be it would be cool. So for me, if this is the right price, uh, it would be something that I would consider. But I'm and, not sure where it's going to end up. And these are all cool. to commemorate a new store opening in Shanghai, right? So I think that... The next two releases we'll talk about, these are all either like a reissue or reuse yeah, parts in limited. some way, mm -hmm. right? So they can kind of turn around these releases very quickly, which feels like the reason they've done this and the other figures. Well, yeah, and, and it's, and it's an exclusive, that. right? So there's only supposed to be a certain amount of these releasing, which for a lot Overseas. of collectors overseas that still makes a lot of collectors want to necessarily buy it right it might take it from a figure that people wouldn't necessarily care about if it's going to be bargain bin or sitting on the shelf to a figure that might be a little bit more interesting uh, if it could be a bit more of a limited piece in your collection definitely but we've seen limiteds before overseas and then so they become is. readily available here right so it's it's tough because we never yeah. know the rules like we've talked about it's like do That's i jump on it now do i yeah they hot toys kind of wants us to 100%. panic buy <laughs> Yeah, these these are cool. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I think you know, quick release, whatever. That's fine. But it, it's tough for me because uh, you know the the list of things that are still not out yet is getting bigger by like two to five figures every week, and we're only getting you know one, two, like a trickle of releases and. I think John John's probably right. I think it just seems like a quick cash infusion, right? Obviously, uh, these are going for sale in this event for this store, but if if they hit if they hit our market, they're obviously going to be less exclusive. Like we saw, I think Boba Fett was limited to something like three hundred, if I remember correctly, and we we received a much higher allocation than that. I mean these these are just quick cash grabs. And, you know, they're easy to make. And to be honest, I do like the next two figures we're going to talk about. But they really got to get their shit together because, boy, that list is getting big. And um, it's almost like they, they, it's just unsustainable, I think, right? It's to have that all. many figures. Think, Go ahead, John. I think they're hurting for money, to be honest. I don't think Hot Toys is in a good position right now. They're putting out releases and stuff, but I don't think they're doing very well. They yeah. can't be. There's no... And then if they are doing well, they're just not... For me, that at least, they're not reinvigorating the their lineup. Right? Their price yeah. points are all over the place. They're doing reissues here and there. They're like stuff like this, where it's just for a quick dollar. Their figures are... You're waiting, what, a year and a half, two years, if you're lucky, to get a figure? 100%. I don't know. It just feels like they're overextended, right? Which makes sense given the amount of properties coming out, the figures that they have to produce because of licenses, or we don't understand all the minutia of that, but it feels like they're a small company, but all of a sudden they've got this gigantic workload and this backlog, and they can't keep up. So, so you may be right. This is maybe just to keep them afloat and you know, just get a cash infusion. 
Yeah, but let's be frank. Well, okay, it's an exclusive. I was going to say, really, realistically, who's pre-ordering this? Here. It's fine. It's limited overseas, but here. Who's going to day one pre-order this? You'd depending on how, I guess, depending on how exclusive Yeah, you'd be surprised how that fucking Chrome clone trooper sold. People were, love the hype too, right? Like they, you have this exclusive up there and people will just lose their mind and not understand that, oh, okay, it'll be readily well, available later. I'll be 100% honest with you. I have the gold Stormtrooper. Oh, you motherfucker. And I would save your money. There's nothing like having the classic white Stormtrooper on the shelf. For me, that's yeah. how it is. I don't have it. I don't have the white one. Actually, my wife wanted to pick me up the, the remember the porcelain one? Bro, and that's I'm like, an all-time. I don't want that figure. flipping. What the hell do I want a porcelain stormtrooper? I picked up the gold one. I don't know what possessed me to get the gold one. But I'm telling you, the white, in my opinion, I'd stick to the white. The classic look, that's the way to go. These are nice if you if you're a, a trooper, like you you're a trooper collector, right? You get all the troopers and then it's nice to have like the gold, the chocolate. But if if you're someone who doesn't have a stormtrooper in the collection yet, I would I would try to save for for the the original the white trooper. You're right, and this is not a replacement for that. And I think you no, can get man. the two hundred and twenty dollar uh, Mando with the pauldron, and you could just take off the pauldron, and that would pretty much suffice for a regular stormtrooper if someone didn't have a, a standard one in the collection. Which one are you talking about, the Mando one? I can't. This is the squad leader, I believe. So he's got the uh, the pauldron on. Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. Okay. It's a, yeah. It could be an easy plug and play. We'll see what I happens. I think I'm still, I'm Sorry, still going to wait for the the double DX deluxe extra sideshow exclusive option for this. Now one these first. are yeah. these are based on the, <laughs> the Rogue One Stormtrooper, aren't they? Uh, looks like they have the sure. annotations on the grill, so probably, which doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense because the other ones are based off the uh, no, Any Hope design. Which is the superior, like the just the chest and mm, like waist region go. is like so much better. These are blown out. Yeah, I have my my camelot on um for like they just look like real like elongated kind of goofy if you want a really cool figure that i think you should go for if you don't have it in the collection it's two i missed out on and i still kick myself go for the han and luke in stormtrooper disguise yeah Th that's where you should figures. be putting your money in because you can remove the portraits you can have it as a stormtrooper or you can have the Han and Luke uh, portraits there. Such well-done figures. Back in the day, I don't think they'll ever reissue them, but nothing surprised me. But those Nothing's two... Nothing's off the table. Those two were hits, um, and I think that's where you should put your money towards, if you're trying to find those. Because you can get them at an affordable price here and there if, you, if you're patient. Now, this fucking... My Jesus. goodness, this needs to come to the United States... Iron Man Mark 46, again, not a on sideshow, at least as of this moment from what I've been told. Uh, and I'm I'm just super stoked. I'm going to go ahead and lead on this one. Um, this, this to me, I know it has its flaws. I've owned this figure twice. I 100% understand it's not a perfect figure. But it is damn near perfect. Such an amazing armor. Such an amazing movie. Uh, you get... All kinds of swap outs. Uh, you get the battle damage arc reactor, which I think is kind of interesting because he doesn't come with the portrait, which on that figure it has like a black eye, right? And I feel like I almost would rather this not have this bam this damage part because 
it's like that iconic scene, right? He gets basically fucking deactivated, and then he's got the black eyes, all yeah. you know, sweaty and everything. And, and I genuinely, you know, I always say like, it, you know, if you can preserve that value for the original, because I think that Mark Forty Six portrait, uh, the one that Marco just got, one of the best Tony Stark portraits, I think. I mean, such the paintwork is fantastic. Sculpt is really good. Uh, this Agreed. one, you get an, a new base, which is, you know, I don't remember this kind of architecture in that silo thing. So Yeah, the silo comes crashing down. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah there we go. I could this see is, that. Isn't this when they're fighting? Captain America's fighting? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, the, that, you're yeah, right, he you shoot, guys. He shoots the roof and it all comes crashing down. And then they ah, fight okay. below. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. Um, I, I think, again, I'm calling it the Asimus Gandalf syndrome. The motherfucker has like three and a half square inches, which some would say is enough to stand on the base. And, you know, other than that, I mean, I think this is a great release. Um, you know, keep some value for that original portrait. Because not only do you get the portrait in the original one, you also get, it's like the helmet kind of like retracts back. So you get this special neck piece. Uh, so even if you just bought the uh portrait it, it wouldn't really look correct on this because you need the neck guard uh so I, I i think you know there's there's still some value for the original and uh you know you're able to uh kind of get this out as an exclusive um thank god for michael jesus christ um poor guy yeah the the reissue guy on facebook who'd been commenting it for years was sad it didn't come with the head sculpt that's fucking <laughs> amazing <laughs> Oh yeah, it's almost like it's almost like you make a wish to a genie and it just completely goes the wrong way. Yeah, it's like that's slightly the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, what what do you guys think about this? Because I, I I'm really a big fan of this. Oh bro, this like I've owned s- several Iron Man suits, and I've used those to like get better suits. But this is like the end all be all for me of Iron Man suits. So like I love my Mark Forty Six, but or my Mark uh, Seven, but I'm fuck I'm getting rid of that the second I can to get this if it comes out over here. Um, but that would be like the ultimate Iron Man in my collection. Like I didn't like the Mark Fifty, I didn't like the Mark Eighty Five. This is it. This is like the pinnacle for me of like the design, the aesthetic, the fucking movie. Like this is the Iron Man's own. So I'm super excited about it because by the time I started collecting Hot Toys, it was long gone and the price was fucking crazy. I had a, I had an opportunity to buy Zach's first one and I couldn't do it. And he sold it like literally like the same day. I was like, uh, just see if somebody else will buy it. If not, like I'll come back in like a week or two immediately it was gone and it was like the biggest regret of my life um so i i have been waiting for this for a very long time and i'm really glad to see it um like zach said it doesn't come with all the the good stuff but you know i'm never gonna put that tony stark head on it anyway so this is it for me see and on that point i like to pose my iron man with the head sculpt on i know i'm kind of in the minority when it comes to that and so I would have been personally it's not like the first pretty, time you're in the minority. Wow, I knew you were going to go Christ. there. <laughs> I had to get racial with it. Um, oh, you can't say that, dude. I'm a minority anyways. also. What the fuck? <laughs> so am I. Wow, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyways, moving on. 
Um, so yeah, so I would have been upset, but you know, obviously, luckily, I picked this one up from Mario because I wanted. I knew it was going to be reissued any day now, but I was like, I want it now, and it was a good enough price where if it got reissued, I wouldn't cry over it. So I do appreciate them kind of preserving that release with a different base without adding the head sculpts, but it is kind of a bummer for those who would want the Tony Stark head sculpt because Zach, like you said, the black eye, it's kind of like a unique uh, iteration of that sculpt. So that's kind of a bummer. And this one's more, more likely going to be between 415 and 450. And um, without the sculpt, who knows how, how much we can deduct from that. But it's cool for those who missed it. I, I do appreciate that they're dipping back in, but it would have also been nice to see at least like add some of the innovation you've done for other Iron Men, like put the USB charged you know, instead of a, just a straight, you know, almost a reissue, but with some different parts, like do some type of tech update. Meet on the bone, Marco. Okay. That was, that was what I was going to say. I'm just kidding. Um, would you guys say though, that the innovation, uh, from some of the hot toys bases that we've been seeing lately is at least pretty impressive. Like I know we weren't a huge fan of the Sandman man base for the, the Spider-Man, but this base looks pretty cool, and like the one that came with the Wolverine looks, or is coming with the Wolverine looks pretty cool. And they tried to do it with Spider Man. Like it seems like they're trying to up their their diorama base. The game, Mark Three was way better than this, though. This is kind of like a the Mark Three was definitely cool, better. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like that's the thing, right? If you didn't recognize the scene that this is from, you you might just be kind of like, well whatever you know it's almost too bad sometimes that they put the like the base plate on it right so that you couldn't necessarily just take this and put it with like a deadpool or a cable or somebody else right if we ever get cable but um i agree with you though it's weird that they gave you this nice base but then they didn't give like a usb port for them that you could kind of hide it within the base and because it seems like a really good opportunity to to do that um, I missed this suit. I loved this film, but for me, my Mark Seven is still, I think, for me that the suit that wins, uh, at least for for my collection. Um, if I'm gonna get another one, it would be the Mark Three, just because I love that first film and again that first iconic scene in the desert. Uh, this suit doesn't necessarily uh, jive with my my setup, but I think it's really really cool looking, uh, and I do like that it helps um, kind of John's and Mar Mar um, Marco's point from the last couple of weeks where we've been talking about reissues and, you know, still having reissues maintain their value and keeping the value of the original. Like I like the fact that the original still came with that head sculpt and that this is a little bit different. Um, because then I think for, for you guys who, you know, don't love the reissue side of it, I think, I think it's, I think it's cool. I think that they're kind of trying to satisfy both sides. Uh, it is hilarious that that poor guy who comments all the time was disappointed about the head sculpt, but it's the way she goes. It's the way, it's the way she goes. It's the way so. she goes. Yeah. I think they need to stop with the Iron Man. Stop. This is cool. Whatever. It's. I personally don't think. Just be. I personally don't think the head sculpt's enough to kind of. The portrait's enough to differentiate the original from this one. But for me personally, I think they need to stop. With, like, we're going back to Civil War still. And man, if you go on Sideshow site, the amount of Iron Man figures that are still available, the amount of Marvel figures still available on that site is unbelievable. We're going back to Civil War? Guys, I I, I can't agree with it. I cannot. So, and, I, and I can only imagine what the price point is going to be on that thing. It's not going to be cheap. But So what, what would you have liked to see to differentiate it more from the previous release, though, if the sculpt isn't and the base aren't enough for you? Just don't do it. <laughs> There's, there's nothing that you need to do. Like, uh, maybe 
I don't know, uh, uh, what do you call a uh, USB wireless. The only thing I can see where they differ, well, no, because it still shafts the original. Don't do it. That's it. We almost had them, boys. Almost. <laughs> Give me a happy out. with a half a Phantom, Rolls Royce Phantom. There you go. That's an exclusive. Don't flip and give me uh, another one it just keeps on going we need the clip from dj Khaled. another one that's all it is we, every every hot toy flipping discussion we're going to do is going to be another one let me ask you this marco you just um may, forgive me if you if you mentioned this you just paid you know quite a bit over or not quite a bit but you know over retail on this yeah. piece it, it wasn't it was like oh, we heard in a bit a few bucks over retail it was okay so you're not yeah you're not it was salty like not this. even not even the price of shipping over retail so okay I'm, I'm not salty over it uh yeah mario made me a really good deal uh, on it um but even then like even let's, let's say i paid i don't know like 450 for it i would have to buy that knowing that this was going to be reissued any day there were calls for it obviously by one particular guy but it's such a popular movie and such a popular suit um, that I just would have had to know. So I buy these older figures kind of with the knowledge that you got to stay in a certain range where you won't cry, right? Like this Harley Quinn, they could reissue her any day, even though the movie's, you know, pretty trash, but um, they haven't made a better Harley Quinn since this one. So I could see them dipping back into that. And even though I paid more than retail, that one's probably a significant percentage over retail. I can't cry over it because that's just the nature of the game at this point. Um, boys, we got to play something for you guys real quick. We have officially hit, hang on, let me pull this up here, 2,000 subscribers. So let's get a, let's get a round of applause hey, going. 2,000 subs, you love to see it. You love it. You love That's awesome, boys. It. Very nice. Yeah, Congratulations. very cool. Very cool. Thank you guys for tuning in live. We got 85 people watching live. We're going to kind of celebrate this just for a minute here. Uh, six Skill Mafia, been a minute. Congrats on the two si- 2K subs. Bet John's loving this Iron Man. Yeah, this is this is uh, also, Erwin makes a great point. There's no empty cap helmet. That was also something from the That's first release. a good release. point. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, wow, what a, what a milestone. We've been working hard for this. Uh, we'll be doing the giveaway uh next tuesday i wasn't expecting to hit it tonight uh but we will be doing that next tuesday uh make sure to join collecting week auxiliary so that you can be entered to win you know also just to give everyone a few extra days to get their sheeps in a row um we'll, we'll think of some bonus stuff you know for after dark tomorrow we'll probably do a few bonus entries so we'll get you guys involved on the channel this week and uh i know i think john's out of town from uh from off the rack so it'll, it'll be a nice little segue and then i think on monday we have a very cool giveaway from lane kramer that john will do so john you want to go ahead and plug that for me yeah lane uh, lane was gracious enough to uh donate a um optimus prime a beautiful figure by three zero so we're going to be doing that now that we hit the 2000 congratulations guys we're going to be doing that on monday for monday night unboxing we'll incorporate that giveaway so you guys better be tuning in 100% Euler says 2k only 198,000 more to start making that good money <laughs> it's not too bad right now but yeah you're you are correct uh Listen, let me say something quick about this are we going back to this or are we still celebrating because I'm, I'm uh let's uh we'll, we'll go back to it and then okay. we'll read some comments good I just want to say do you guys not agree that they should be moving on oh 100% they should be yeah, 100% forward. okay yeah I will should, say but... but of every Iron Man that's ever been released I would say if you ask people that have owned like, you know, five or six Iron Men, this is like, this is that figure, right? 
I mean, it, I mean, you're talking all time, you know, up there with some of the best hot toys ever made. So it's a toughie. I definitely think they got to move on. Civil Wars way, way, way long ago. Um, yeah, but, but there uh, are so many new collectors that came in during the pandemic, like myself, that missed out on this one, right? So that's really who this is targeted at. I would say, tough. You should have started part. collecting ten years ago. I wish I would have. I wish I had the money in the space. Tough. <laughs> but it's true it's uh, honestly ben it's true though and if you didn't start collecting 10 years ago then you should have you got to pay up buttercup that's just definitely how, that's how you know and, and that's what i did right you know i went, went that's back the worst and that he did in. yeah no yeah that's the worst but but, but I'm, I'm not upset I'm, I'm, that they reissued it and that's the i think that's the difference because i appreciate that others can get this release but i also do appreciate that they've preserved the version i have just a bit I think the fact that the chat is split and that even like we can be a little bit split on it is indicative that like there is some fatigue there for it, but for the people who aren't fatigued by it, they're still stoked about it. So it's like I'm I'm seeing it from kind of both sides. It's not that I'm shooting rainbows by any stretch, but I am happy for the folks who have been waiting for this who didn't necessarily have to pay over. So uh, bad badfish, congrats to CW. You guys provide so much entertainment for me. Stunk working from home. Thank you so much, you sweet angels. Carlito, congrats on two K. Uh, Equan, props to 2K. You guys deserve it. Honestly, you guys deserve 4K. PT Works and S Beam on either side of the fence there. Agree, disagree. Uh, Lane Kramer with the $2 super chat. Thanks again for having me on last night. Hey, Lane, hopefully you guys are able to get something worked out with uh, <coughs> Off the Racks. And we got to order Lane one of our new unboxing towels. So if you're Definitely. getting a little, a little flustered during an unboxing, you can tap, tap that forehead. Erwin says, uh, CW is still the best crew and nothing can top that. Mad respect wow. to everyone in the network and the hard work. Appreciate that. Uh, love to see it. Let's not uh, derail this too much longer. Uh, Captain America's stealth suit. Again, not a for pre-order yet. Uh, this is from uh, in-game. The opening scene. Cap has the stealth suit armor. Uh, or suit, rather. And I, 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 you know, I think it's pretty cool. I like the, uh, the inclusion there of the... Uh, spent gauntlet i think that's really cool um i think the portrait looks okay i think some we were on stream last night in the back room just fucking around when all this stuff went down and i know some of the people with us there said they didn't like the the uh, portrait but i uh i think the build looks decent i'm not a big physique guy but i think the traps look pretty decent here and uh honestly i mean this is a figure that when the trailer dropped everyone was saying hey it's gonna happen you know, this this has got to be a new thing by Hot Toys. Never came out. And, uh, you know, a few years later, we're getting the figure. So, uh, I, I don't hate it. I don't love it. But I'm curious what you guys have to say. I honestly thought the portrait was the same as the Endgame portrait. But now that I'm seeing this picture, like, in the center, I'm thinking, maybe not. He looks a little bit more angry in this in this portrait than he does it in the Endgame. It looks exactly the same to me. It then. looks like a portrait they used before, that's for sure. But I thought it was the same portrait from mm. Endgame. Um, I like that they scaled the body better. I think that the suit, it's weird, like, in different lighting or different shots that I've seen of it, some of, some of the shots look like kind of the darker, more stealth suit look, and others look a little bit more on the light blue, so I think it will depend on how, what kind of, like, lighting you have this guy in. Um, I would have liked to see him come with the stealth shield. Uh, I think that, that would have been cool. Um... I, is it from that scene? I'm, I, I honestly have to go back for like, cause this is from the scene where he goes down uh, at the beginning of Endgame, right? And they they kill Thanos. That's why he's got the Infinity Gauntlet in his hands. That's it. Yeah. Uh, with the stones are burnt out, right? And so, honestly, from my mind's eye from that film, I all I thought he was wearing the Endgame suit the whole time. It's I like I literally have to go back and rewatch that scene now, which is hilarious. But um, 
it would have been cool to see the, the stealth shield in addition, maybe, or something along those lines. But uh, otherwise, I, I kind of felt a little bit bored by this release. I hate to say it. Like, I think if, if you've wanted a stealth suit version, it's pretty cool that you can get it in your collection now. Um, but now that I've got the endgame suit, I mean, he comes with the extra the extra helmet. He comes with all the face plates. He comes with the shield. He comes with, uh, like, the uh, Thor's hammer. Like, he comes with virtually all of it already. So I can't justify buying it again almost just for a slight different coloration in the suit unless you are a captain america collector unless you want to have all the different uh versions of of the film so definitely uh, it, for me this will be a skip I, i'll skip this one to be what's honest. going on jeff and i do agree with a lot of those points ben i will say i really do like this release this is one of the cooler captain america outfits uh to me and i do like winter soldier a lot um, but I will say, you know, it's a bit of laziness on Hot Toys' part because he does have the longer kind of mullety hair a little bit closer to Civil War at the start of the movie. So, you know, they could have just given it, like, retooled the sculpt a little bit and give us, like, a, a slight variation of what came with, uh, with the Endgame version. Obviously, this being a, a, another Endgame version. And then also, I think someone else in the chat said he shouldn't have the shield as well, right? He doesn't have it at this point in the film. Um, so if they're going to give the shield, like, make it a special reason why it's there. Like, I, I heard Denobi speculating that it might be diecast. And so that could be like a cool way to differentiate this from the endgame version. That being said, um, it is pretty bland overall and just a bunch of reused parts. And it's cool that they've made the body a bit better, but nothing that's too exciting. But I still kind of want it. Move on. He isn't our Captain America anymore. Move on. Three years too late. Someone said in the chat, 100%. Move on. Move on. Speaking Tons. of moving on. There we go. We got the um, M-Toys Wong teaser. So this is just the portrait so far. Love the detail on the hair. Love the detail on the skin. Uh, and we also got to see the Toys Battalion Wong uh, I think it was uh, USB in the chat was like, well, that means we're getting the Hot Toys one next week, so we shall see. Any of you guys have any <laughs> thoughts on this? I, I don't particularly have much to say from these Nothing two. wrong with that. <laughs> He's just crazy. You're on a roll. Uh, yeah. It I, looks uh, good, to be honest, for a third party. It's not bad, the portrait of you. I would say the Toys Battalion looks a bit thin, to be no, honest. No, no, the portrait. The, the, the only thing I think is the nose, but the portraits on the... On the Toys Battalion one. That other photo? I think the portrait's pretty good. Uh, this oh, one you're here? saying the face is thin. Yeah, so these are two different companies right here. So this yeah. is M Toys here and then Toys Battalion here. But I think this is... He's too thin in too the thin. face. Too ah, thin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Body, probably too a little bit. I mean, he's kind of a girthy boy. This is more what I'm what I'm at, to be honest. Well, I like that you can see his like skin texturing even and like some of his like his dimpling and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I like he's been in what six six Marvel movies now. Like I I I almost can't believe Hot Toys hasn't given us one yet. And no. so I think Sean's right. A nail in the head. I think now that we're getting teased, we're gonna get like we're gonna get teased a Wong sure. next, right? And I know we already moved on, but the only other thing I was gonna say about that Endgame cap because I just thought of it was like how have we still not received the Endgame Loki yet? Like that has been what, three years in the making. So like it. <laughs> That I, I think if anything, it's like fatigued for some of these re-releases and reused parts and stuff of that. But some of the figures that they have announced, like we were talking about earlier, like the Loki that people have been waiting for, still haven't got it yet. And that's an Endgame film. This guy, though, I hope that... M, is it you said M-Toys? Uh, I hope that they paint that up so we can see a little bit better of what that likeness looks like. Because I think that would be pretty sweet. Eddie, pretty is, sweet to have that. Eddie is right. Yeah, he, he's saying he got thinner. 
uh, in some of the shots we've seen him in the upcoming films. But um, yeah, like this is a great example. We haven't gone this character, but we're getting another Iron Man, another Cap. Come on, it's unacceptable. Definitely. Um, we also have some Star Trek news. Um, ben, take us through this. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. So this is um, Commander Saru from the Star Trek show Discovery. Now, Discovery is not a hugely popular uh, show with a lot of Star Trek fans. Some folks like it. A lot of people really didn't. Um, but one of the things that I think Exo 6 has done well so far is some of the, the likeness in some of the aliens uh, that they've showcased and some of the different species that we might get to see from Exo 6. What they did differently with this figure, though, was they put this on for immediate purchase. So instead of having like a standard like pre-order window for the figure, and then you could kind of lock in your order, and then you get it later on, um, they made this guy essentially available right away. They put it on the website, immediate purchase available. For some folks, they absolutely loved it. They were like, that's amazing. I want to be able to buy what I want to be able to buy. I don't want a waiting period. Um, and so that's badass. Other folks, kind of like myself, went, uh, well, I haven't had any time to like save for it. Uh, I haven't really seen much in the way of images. I haven't seen any in-hand option or like shots yet other than what they've shown at some of their like their cons. Um, so for me, like it makes me want to wait. But then there's also that question of will it sell out or will it stop? Like will they stop making it if he becomes too expensive to make? And so uh, Nanjin actually had um, messaged me on my, my, my YouTube channel today um, because he wanted to kind of put in there that basically uh, in order to, you know, in order to not halt production or not have to raise prices later, some figures like this one that are a little bit more expensive and premium to make in the interim, they have to do immediate purchase because if it sits on the shelf for too long or sits in the warehouse for too long, they'll have to raise their prices down the line. Um, and that's something, and I, maybe it's a spoiler for our next slide, but that's something that they've had to do with the Seven of Nine from Star Trek Voyager. Uh, she has a more expensive body to produce. They had to go through like a like a certain like company for like I guess the metallic or the metal like underbody. And, those um, cheeks. and apparently, and it's and there's the, and those cheeks, and it's just it's gotten to apparently it's gotten too expensive to produce. So Exo Six has actually taken Seven of Nine the pre-order right off of their website. Uh, and it created a bit of a stir because everybody that wants one is like, well, what about Sideshow or what about some of these other groups that are selling this Evan of Nine? Like, will our order still be honored? Uh, and the answer is yes. So if you've got a pre-order in with Sideshow, Nanjin has confirmed that, uh, you know, Sideshow did get a certain stock level. So, uh, you know, as long as their pre-order is up, you should still get it. Um, but that it's likely too expensive to continue this line going forward. So once she's done, it's probably done, unless we see either a major price hike in the future or, or again, that demand for it. But if you're interested in the Saru or if you're interested in the 7 of 9, uh, I would get them probably sooner than later uh, because I think once they sell out, they'll, they'll end up increasing in value and be a little harder to find for sure. Uh, maybe I missed it, but did they say that they would put... Uh seven of nine back up at a higher price point or is it just like that that's it at this point they've said that they're just planning to stop production on it like they're gonna Jesus fulfill the orders that they've Christ. made and then that then that's it they're they're pulling the plug on her entirely uh Crazy. which is which is too bad right but then a lot of exo six people have been saying you know like or like the the collectors have been already complaining that they're getting to be too expensive 
Uh, you know, they're in the 225 now, you know, next it's going to be 230, 235, and then it's getting really close to those Hot Toys prices, but the sculpt quality uh, is not really there, especially for some of their human characters, like you can see the Michael Burnham here. She's okay, she's like a 7 out of 10, but I definitely wouldn't pay Hot Toys prices uh, for that figure. Uh, at least the Saru is, is different. Uh, he's got a, you know, I, I can't tell if he's got a unique body or if he's just on stilts in those boots, but um, clearly he's more expensive to produce if they're putting him up for immediate purchase. So uh, what what time frame do we give, let's just say, what time frame are you giving for X06 to just pull the plug on the entire license? I don't think that they will, because it doesn't sound like Nanjin necessarily plans to make very much money from Star Trek. I think he only really, like, he, and because he, he's mentioned it a few times, not only in live streams, but also in some of the chat groups and stuff that he's That's in. All he says, bro. Is Jesus that, Christ. is that, yeah, like, Star Trek is not necessarily a money-making line. Uh, that it's kind of a passion project for him. He wants to, he wants this for his own collection, and he wants to give it to other people that want it for their collections. I think the challenging part about that is differentiating whether that's actually the truth uh or is that is that a marketing tactic to get mm. people to kind of, of fomo buy some of these things and then it's going to be like oh surprise we got a better deal on that seven of nine body and she's back or like it, they haven't been out long enough to know whether it's bullshit or not so yeah. that'll be interesting to see but he doesn't sound like he's uh he's necessarily trying to make money on on these lines he's just trying to get get them in people's hands well we'll see what happens with now this what well, it's a third party company they still going ahead with this with their star trek stuff they said they were doing do you know i don't know uh, i haven't i've the one that caused all the yeah the mumbo jumbo uh possibly um okay. it's present toys so i don't really think that they bow to pressure from studios or from other companies so i mean they they recast you know big name artists all the time so mm-hmm. i doubt and it. Ninja, Squir- Nin- ninja squirrel makes a good point like for all we know, Star Trek could end up, like, the licensee could end up pulling, pulling the license it, yeah. from Exo6, oh, right? That's because true. they're not yeah. meeting up with their production uh, numbers. And, like, that's an amazing point, Ninja. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh, this was a thing. It's the Shark Toys SH004 Avalanche Leader 175 releasing Q4 2022. Is this Duke Nukem? <laughs> no, it's Barrett it's Wallace, like dude. Nukem. The baddest <laughs> motherfucker on the planet. Is the uh, skin like, tone just completely off, though? Uh, it might should be a little darker, but yeah, it's he, he seems kind. I of think bad. more than a little, but you know, the the figure looks cool at least. Yeah, um, Barrett is one of those characters. If you don't know, oh, this is Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, this is his look from Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Uh, Barrett is one of those guys who like rarely gets any love figure wise. They did the original one back in '97. And then we didn't get another Barrett until uh, the movie and then the remake. Um, never went in six scale, so this is the first. I, I just don't see anyone else making this thing, so I went ahead and pre-ordered it. 175 uh, Q4 this year, so right around the corner. Uh, pre-order popped up like a couple days ago, so I don't know how they're turning that around. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'll go with my cloud. Uh, big old Fern with Super Chat. Congrats on 2K, my boys. Thank what a you. Guy. Thank you. Thanks, Fern. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody on the team that is, you know, listening or 
also shout out to the people listening to help us get here so um yeah i'm excited for this uh, i know i'm probably the only one that's no margaret you played the game didn't you i did yeah and this is one of the cooler uh character designs so i'm shocked that no one else has even attempted this because he yeah, looks dude. he looks dope yeah but uh, um, pretty much just player arts kai makes barrett so okay okay um yeah, I'm excited to at least have six gal on the shelf. So it looks it looks good enough. Like I know who it's supposed to be. It's not offensive to look at. So uh, yeah, I can't wait for it. Now I kind of want a Duke Nukem. Damn it, <laughs> I thought it was Duke Nukem. Dean left me to hang. He didn't put any other details about this. Uh, Jesus, Eddie in Duke the chat. Another have a gun for an arm. I, 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 it looks like he's holding the gun. Eddie, another IP no one cares about. Jesus Christ, Eddie's on a roll tonight. Okay, uh, that's fucking not true. How dare you? Oh, yeah, I'm just trying, <laughs> he's to, just trying to get Dean riled up. <laughs> it uh, works. <laughs> 70, 75 people watching, uh, 26 likes. Those are rookie numbers. Let's get those bad boys up. Uh, yeah, that's very cool, Dean. So are you going to order this from, uh, from our good friend in San Antonio? Yes, I did uh, this morning, actually. Very, very cool. Love yeah. to see it. Uh, this is also very cool. Lego fans can design their own minifigure for $12 to beta for the new online Lego minifigure factory in the U.S. It's an easy-to-use online tool that lets people configure their face, headwear, torso, legs, and that's accessories cool. for eleven ninety nine. Uh To me, that's really going to be something fun to mess with. Definitely. So, um be sure to uh, check that out if you're a Lego fan. Uh, now, there's been a little bit of, well, more drama with the clone Chrome Trooper. And Marco, I'll let you take lead on this one. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, so after all the hoopla of Sideshow side not sending notifications and just charging everyone's card um, for this, you know, some people like myself were able to get put on pay payment plans. Some people had to cancel because they weren't offered that option. Um, others are just kind of have eaten the charge, which obviously we all pre-ordered this figure, so we knew there was a certain risk. But since then, Sideshow has not shipped any figures, from what I can tell. So all the collectors that I know, I have not seen any shipping notifications go out. And so this is a yeah, a little bit of a dirty tactic. And I know not brand new to to Sideshow. I know they've done this before with figures they don't necessarily have ready to ship out. But um, yeah, a lot of folks I've talked to just have preparing to ship and they've already paid their funds and wow. uh, no update on when the figure might be going out. Dirty. And That's you know, it's tough. We, we kind of talk about the sideshow customer service and, mm -hmm. but you know, if they're not going to always make it right for you, then you're really paying a premium to go with them. So that's, that's a bit of the frustration there. Yeah. So it's, so they've uh, charged people and then it's just like, it'll ship. It's, it's, yeah, it'll it's, ship. It becomes preparing to ship basically. That's fucking this, bullshit. Yeah. So this just released in Hong Kong, right? So there are other collectors overseas who have this in hand now, but no domestic collectors from what I can tell uh, have it shipped out yet. Uh, Trumbull Dust has been waiting more than a week plus for Sideshow to ship Nightmare Batman 2-pack. Yeah, the the things I've seen, I, I, I think, Marco, you said you've seen one collector actually get theirs in hand in the United States. I haven't seen any. Obviously, sample size probably isn't very big, but uh, at least on the groups, I haven't seen too many, and a lot of people are very upset by this. I will say, though, um, it, I don't know. It's weird because it's like they charge people without notifying them. But then it's not like it was at, you know, at the, at the shipping dock ready to go out to people's <laughs> houses. So it's like you put these people in all this stress basically for no reason. It's, it's a toughie. I don't, I don't, it's a toughie. You, 
these companies. Well, can, are John, let me just say money. this really quick, yeah. and then you can you can jump yeah. in there and and you know we're speculating. Obviously, what you're going to say is speculation. We're not yeah, Fox definitely News, but, specs. Um, yeah, but what I've seen the speculation on is that you know it was about to release in Hong Kong. Sideshow wanted to get ahead of that and kind of lock people's dollars in so they don't end up canceling and then going overseas to buy it from you know a oh, discounted retailer. So it kind of makes sense, honestly. That adds up to me, but. No confirmation on on that being the tactic. We're Foxy News, not Fox News. Don't worry. About what were you saying, John? I just I don't think these com- I don't think these companies are doing well, in my opinion. Uh, that, this F- financially, course. financially, yeah, I think um, you know we're, the world's not in a state right now where people are their focus is collectibles, and I think they bid off a lot. They put a lot of stuff up for pre order. They made things in massive quantities. For me personally, I just I think. Slow down because I think uh, economy-wise we're not doing the best, and I, I just I don't think they're doing very well. Yeah, I gotta agree with John there because I think maybe these companies made some of these big orders, and now they're just sitting on stock. Right? You go yeah. on sideshow, like to me, to be honest. Um, what was the last convention? Uh, SDCC or celebration, whatever. I mean, incredibly large discounts, right? I mean, you're talking something like $150 off the premium format. Some premium formats. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's not an insignificant number, right? Yeah. For a piece like that. I mean, that's 20, 30%. Um, you got to think that warehouse is pretty full. And that's, I mean, that's what happened to Steven, right? Steven's collectibles. He had, he had a bunch of stuff ordered. Fucking docs got backed up. They finally basically released all his shit at once. And he's got a store literally overflowing with things. He had to do, you know, weeks worth of sidewalk sales to kind of, you know, kind of clearance out some inventory, right? I mean, get some cash flow going for big orders coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, he's like still like, yeah, I got to do more of these sales. Like they're great for us. We're, you know, making a little bit of money is better than just having stuff sit in the back. But uh, yeah, I, I completely agree, John. I mean, it's got to be got to be a money thing man and those mom and pops are really who i feel for as well right because sideshow in the past has kind of capped how low they can discount things so then they end up sitting on all these figures and it puts them in a really tough position with john like john saying you know these companies are hurting think people have other priorities to spend their money so it's really tough on the mom and pops i'm certain of it but like i mean maybe there's like maybe it is a money thing but like wouldn't that just be the dumbest choice to make possible like people are already feeling worried about you know putting their money in with sideshow i like if this had happened to me the first thing i would do is take my credit card off sideshow entirely i would only ever consider flex plans in the future if i was going to do it and or i would literally save my money in a bank account and potentially not emotional buy like people do all the time when they've got their credit card easily linked to the system like for them to do this as uh, like we're hurting for money, so we're going to see if we can get away with it kind of thing. If anything, I would think that that's just going to def- like deter people from actually investing in them in the future. So what do you think uh, and it was? hurt their business even worse? Honestly, I think it was probably a fuck up, but it's also not the first time this has happened, right? I, I can't remember what the other figure was now off the top. Should do my homework. Apologies, but I know this isn't the first time that Sideshow's done this. I also do think that shit happens. I think that they probably, you know, some kind of error in the system and it's like, oops. And then they tried to apologize for it and people aren't having it. 
I and don't now think it's they've apologized, though. No, they haven't. <laughs> they, I mean, that's they, a fucking not convenient public, error. Not, not when, publicly, when but they have they have in their out. emails, right? Anybody who's emailed their customer service, that's been the pretty consistent yeah, response yeah, that yeah, it was a computer correct. error. Sorry about that. Like, computer. here's what the here here is the you know the solution, or here's what we can do for you. Yeah, but they didn't say uh, type of thing. Com- they should do a public statement, though. I think they should. They should. I think to make they it do. right, they should offer people the chance for a refund. You know, offer to cover. You know, either in real money or sideshow rewards. If you hit, got hit with an overdraft mm-hmm. fee, because I mean, fuck, dude, six hundred bucks come out of nowhere. Fucking yeah. knock me on my ass. They, they, uh, um, yeah. And and I think 100%. I think they have to uh, also add some rewards on top of that. Sorry, John. No, it's okay. I don't a computer error. Okay, that's fine. Computer error. But then you come out and you say, hey, sorry, we had a computer error. All the funds that we've taken from your accounts, we're going to put back. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. People had to call. People still haven't gotten their money back, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's where mm-hmm. I think that it's not. If it was a computer error, then the professionalism coming from sideshows, customer service yeah. wise, is ridiculous. Well, and, and, that's and I will say, th- agree. And ben, that's let, me, let me just. Um, I will say they did refund me. They did let me put it on a payment plan. So, but you had to call. Yeah. I did have to call, correct? Okay. And they didn't promise it. They said, let, "Let's see what we can do." For a bit. And they, yeah. yeah, they kind of waited a whole day to, to do that. And I know that wasn't offered to everyone, so when, they made it right for me, but not for everybody. When was this slated to arrive? So initially, when people uh, committed to it, remember this happened live during our show. Mm-hmm. The uh, when we took all the information that week, it was July to I want to say July to uh, November, two thousand twenty-three. That evening, right before our show, they had updated it to be um, July to November 2022. And then a few days later, again, if I recall correctly, they sent out emails saying they were updating everyone's flex payments from starting next year to starting, like, That's basically crazy. now. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it um, I don't know. It's, um, to me, that whole situation is wild, and I don't want to spend too much more time here. But it's a beautiful uh, figure too, right? Like I cannot wait to get it in hand, and it's a yeah. bummer that everyone's had all this uh, drama with it. Yeah. I will well, say, and then they, but then they released yeah. the Chrome Stormtrooper. <laughs> Isn't that just like throwing a it little is. salt in the wound? <laughs> you know, people are pissed off about it. People don't even want to touch that because of the experience they've had with <laughs> well, this. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. I will say though, for all the things we say about Sideshow, they they hooked me up good today. Jesus Christ, excellent customer service on them. Nice. Uh, this is the uh, the Bucky from, I want to say, uh, Bucky and Cap, right? The Disney Plus show got released yep, this from, week. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier, thank you. Uh, Jesus, what am I even thinking about? I don't like it. No. What do y'all think? The portraits are rough. That's really rough, that it's portrait. It's bad. It's bad. On some angles, it's spot on, and then others, I'm like, oh, like who's that supposed to be? Sebastian Stan's so handsome, you fucking did him dirty. But it's, it's exi- also just a lackluster figure. Like it comes with the same gun the uh, Civil War version came with, and it just like not as good. Well, and I don't exactly think he actually 19. did. He even use that gun in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't. I don't think he did. I think they kind of just know. threw it in the box. But I don't think he actually used that gun in that. Yeah, in I that think show. he just fist fights in that in that show because he's like, it's like anti-killing people in that show, if yeah. I remember correctly. And this is just one of those sculpts that looks, like you said, under certain lights it looks decent. Other ones it looks horrendous. I will say, Nicolio's mentioning this as well. 
I saw Stefan Beam's mm-hmm. uh, S Beam's review, and he had a few pictures where it looked really great next to Captain America, the Steve Rogers version. So it, there's a lot of things to dislike about this, but just like every Hot Toys, there, there's a lot of redeeming qualities to it, and it's not for us, but definitely for some might be really excited for this. That, that buckle on that pleather, that's making me nervous, man. Yeah, yeah. The pleather, especially. It, yeah. if, if anything, it, w- it would have been nice to see, you know, the leather, the leather like we're seeing with the the Logan. Because, just because it is such a simplistic figure, so if they kind of elevated that, that would have been. Mm-hmm. I agree with you completely. Yeah, but yeah, S Beam. I saw his po- photos, and at first I saw this fo- this picture, uh, these pictures of the of the of the figure, and I was like, yeah, I don't think so. It's not for me. Uh, and then I saw his uh, his figure posed with Captain America, and like his picture had like. Uh, Steve Rogers, you know, holding Bucky's shoulder, and I was like, "That's a cool picture." Under the right lighting, I'm like, "Okay, okay." So, it I hate to say it's the lighting, but sometimes I, it is. It's the way it's shot. It's the way it's, and it, it's. I guess it's the connection, right? If it's if you can build a story with your figures, sometimes like that just elevates it even that much more. Just seeing that broship between the two guys, like it's pretty cool. So. Thank you, S Beam, for delivering some badass photos and making me want this more than. Ben's on than that normal. cheap stuff tonight. I'm telling you. Jesus Christ! Wow. Also it's released the, the, uh, the venomized. Bears. There you go. He's got the devil's <laughs> lettuce. The venomized Iron Man, which Jeez. has kind of been growing on me a little bit this week, but I, I, I'm still on the fence on this one. What do you guys think? This was the one uh, Hot Toys did the their first like kind of video, right? With what's his name? Howard Chan came out and kind of yeah, talked about it. Yeah, I think it. he's listening to John. He's like, "Fuck yep. it, he's calling yeah. me." Out. Translator and all, you know. It's well, they had the the captions on. Um, yeah, uh, this is like you know when you know when a, the statue companies are doing the same thing, they're doing like Venomized Hulk and stuff. This is just like an an artistic kind of sideline uh, that if you want something different in the collection for it to pop the collection to pop it's different i don't know it's not for me personally but if you're a completist then i can see why you'd want to hop in the line it, it for me it's different enough that hey you know you could add it to the collection but no i have no interest in it whatsoever yeah i hate almost everything about this um it's <laughs> there's like not enough iron man in it it's like 95 yeah. percent venom yeah, I see that. um I would have liked to see at least more Iron Man, at least 50-50, you know what I mean? Um, but, I mean, I get it. I could see how people like it. For me, personally, it's absolutely not with the crab legs and, um, yeah, I just, for me, personally, there's zero appeal here. I, I thought they were that. spider legs. I thought That's, they were, I like. They are, yeah. Yeah, I they don't, are, like, but I, they the, look like crab legs. They're the spider legs <laughs> from the logo, right? I, I kind of appreciate them, to be honest. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like yeah. three-dimensional. Yeah, it's cool. Four, four, three, four. But like, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect to agree with John so much tonight, but like, what the heck? It's, it's never happened, but that's why it's an artistic <laughs> take. I know, but it's just kind of like, I guess, Yo, like, I take why, the, would, I, why would Venom put spider legs on his chest? Like, I take this over the uh, any one of those reissues you showed me today. Also, yeah, at least they're trying uh, something different. I guess. Yeah. What were you sending? Why? Oh, well, because, you know, Venom sans the Spider-Man doesn't have the spider logo on his chest. So it's like, why would he have the spider logo if he's attaching himself to Iron Man? Wait, say that again? Venom what? 
Like, until he comes into contact with Spider-Man, he doesn't have the spider on his chest. Okay. So it's like, well... I mean, we're telling I mean, a story Even if here. this is after Spider-Man is attaching himself to Iron Man, why would he still have this the spider This is an artistic take. I'm just saying, like... It's, it's, it's almost like... It's like this team, right? If it didn't have it, we would complain, right? Because, you know, that's what we do. It's it's like, for the for the stealth suit cap, right? Maybe it didn't have it in the movie, but if they, God forbid, they released that cap without a shield, we'd be Jeez. doing cartwheels to fucking roast People the figure. So, yeah. uh, I, I don't hate it. It's not my, as you said, it's not my favorite, but it is my least favorite. I, just one quick thing. I would have liked to see Iron Man's boot there instead of another claw. Yeah, you're right. right. The asymmetrical design. They just straight reuse the feet from the other Venom release, and it looks kind of goofy. I like that they still kept him pretty tall, though. When I first saw this, I was like, oh, so is it going to be the height of an Iron Man then, or is it going to be the height of a Venom? And it's definitely closer to like the Venom release in terms of inches. Uh, I just pulled it up on Sideshow for me in Canadian dollars anyways. It's showing at 564, 565. Uh, which is crazy. So that converts to about four thirty-five, I think, USD. Um, which that's that's a that's a tough build as well. That's Before a lot. Of, that's a lot of money. Yeah, so and customs and taxes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're looking like for us, we're looking at over six hundred bucks to get this in hand if we want from from the US. So that would be tricky. Uh, I do appreciate though that they did give us like a different like Venom, uh, like like sculpt in terms of his face. It, like they changed the way his eye looks a little bit. Like they made it unique to this figure. They didn't just necessarily copy and paste a bunch of what they've already done with the previous Venom. So I can appreciate that. Um, and I think like it's. I feel like sometimes it sounds like a cop out answer, but it's really not. Like I think for some collectors out there. This is going to be like one of those releases that like once people start seeing it in hand or seeing it on the shelf, like you can't walk past somebody's collection and not look at this. Even if you're not like a crazy, like even if Watch this is what you necessarily would want to buy, it will definitely have some crazy shelf presence. Uh, and then ultimately, I think these are the types of figures sometimes that end up becoming grails down the line because a lot of people are like, nah. They don't buy it, and then they finally sell out, and then everybody wants a Venom Iron Man once we start seeing other Venomized characters from the MCU or from wherever, yeah, right? Yeah, so. that's a good point. But that's not going to happen with this one, but no, I'm joking. <laughs> <Jesus> um, <laughs> but no, I actually kind of like this one. It is just like a unique take, like John was saying, have them do something different. Um, you know, kind of has been, as Ben was saying, there's going to be certain collectors that are really excited for this, and I'm just glad that they're branching out a bit. I really do not like the spider legs at all. Like that kind of kills it 100% for me, but this is way overpriced. If money was not an option, I would take this bad boy in a second though. Cause I guarantee you, like Ben was saying, you put him on the shelf, he would be, he would pop. So um, yeah, so, something different, but definitely a bargain bin candidate. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I can't wait to see the video on it, Marco. Um, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. We also we want to. I never mute myself. The fucking second I got to read the sponsor, I mute myself. One six corner. We want to thank them from the bottom of our hearts. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, and best in the business customer service. Collecting weekly listeners get ten percent off in stock figures while our show is live. Just be sure to use code capital C capital W ten. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and you can leave the rest to them. We uh, 
definitely appreciate their help. Now, um, we're going to be doing this giveaway on Tuesday, the 2000 subscriber uh, celebration for the Hot Toys Shore Trooper sponsored by Off The Rack Collectibles to enter, subscribe to Collecting Weekly and Collectors Enabled. Uh, join Collecting Weekly Auxiliary Facebook group. I'll drop the link for you guys right there. Comment hashtag CW2K on the giveaway post. It's right there at the top of the page. Easy to see. Also some op- opportunities for some bonus entries on the post already. We'll do some bonus entries tomorrow. And uh, yeah, big shout out to Off The Racks for this opportunity and for sponsoring us for the past few weeks till we got this milestone. It definitely helped. And uh, definitely check out their YouTube channel. They do some great stuff. Um, now, I always say this, but it's like there's that meme or like that clip from Harry Potter where, you know, it's like anytime there's there's trouble, it's always you two. And, and in this mm-hmm. case, it, come on, man. It, it just seems like every six months there's some new Toys Wonderland thing or every week there's some drama like, you know, people not getting their orders People buy their summer sale. They don't get their thing shipped. They get stuff that's the wrong figure. They can't make cancellations. It's 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 honestly, it's honestly exhausting. Um, and and Hot Toys put out a statement. Toys One Island put out two statements. Uh, we'll go ahead and read the first statement, and then we'll kind of get into it. Uh, this is by Hot Toys. Toys Wonderland Limited is not and has not been Hot Toys wholesale partner, distributor, or dealer. It has recently come to Hot Toys' attention that Toys Wonderland Limited is without Hot Toys' con- consent, promoting, marketing, and selling of Hot Toys collectibles globally via Toys Wonderland Limited's official website and online channels, under and by reference to Hot Toys' trademarks and copyrighted works, online images and contents, and Toys Wonderland Limited intentionally misleads Hot Toys collectors into believing that its sale of Hot Toys collectibles is endorsed or associated with Hot Toys, which is beyond the honest practice uh, in industrial or commercial matters under the law. We advise our collectors to pursue a uh, purchase rather hot toys collectibles directly from hot toys, official channels. I, I you know, I, this is a statement, right? But it's a giant nothing burger, right? They, they're stopping short of calling what they're doing illegal. They're not really doing anything. In fact, you know, we have this phrase, you know, say it with your chest, like they put this on their Facebook stories, not even, like an official post, which disappears after 24 hours. And I, um, it, it everyone got riled up. I, I think, I think, uh, you know, the last time there was this drama, I said, you know, if you feel comfortable making that purchase with them, go ahead. I think since then, I, I still think people should be free to buy where they want to buy, regardless of, uh, regional distribution. But boy, they, they are becoming a very hard company to defend Toys Wonderland. It's, it's gotten pretty rough. Uh, do you guys have anything to say from this statement here? If not, we'll, we'll move forward into the other two statements. I just, yeah, I just I wanted to say quick. I'll just say quick. Yeah. Hot Toys is only finding out now. I call baloney on that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Sorry, Dean. It seems re- it seems really well written for a company that speaks primarily a different language as well. Like to me, this has <laughs> sideshow stamped all over it. Truthfully, and that. I think clearly, like, clearly Sideshow and Hot Toys have a good enough relationship that I feel like if Sideshow went to Hot Toys and said, this is crap, you need to say something, they're not going to say no, but... They're going to say, you you write it. Well, they'll probably, you write it and we'll put our stamp on it and we'll we'll put it out there for people, right? Um, But then you've got to think about, you know, creators out there like Justin's Collection, who has a half million subscribers who watch him. 
And for the longest time, he's been, you know, not advertising for Toys Wonderland, but supports them in in whatever way he supports them. Um, I don't want to call it advertising because I don't know. Like, he just says where he buys it, right? So, like, whatever. But um, at the same time, there's no way Hot Toys isn't happy about the fact that a half a million people watch that guy's show all the time and buy Hot Toys almost directly as a result of it. So, they, like John said, there's no way... They don't realize that Toys Wonderland is doing this. It's just, like Zach said, a nothing burger. And a way to stroke yeah. the ego of Sideshow and say, don't worry, we heard you. I completely agree that this feels like it was. they were pressured by Sideshow to do it. But I do want to say Hong Kong is an international city. They've got you know English speakers on their staff, no doubt about it. Whether they communicate with us in English, that's another thing entirely but i don't think that i wasn't trying to say that they this. can't speak english by the way <laughs> yeah. eddie yeah, in the chat i facebook. see you buddy i see you in there <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely i know that's what you weren't trying to say but i definitely was like okay okay that's not thank you for subtly correcting from. me i appreciate yeah, yeah. it a little slap on the wrist <laughs> over no, here no, no. That's, not what that's not what you were saying so um but yeah no this as zach said it's it's much it's nothing basically because they're not saying it's illegal they're not saying they're going to stop well, well, I guess we'll get into the other memo. So let, let me pause right there. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's now nothing. L- let me. It's literally nothing. Let me. I don't even know if we should mention that. I don't know. There were there were there were some retailers that also said that they were encouraged by Sideshow to share uh, this statement. Antsy, someone's leave it there. Sentiment. Leave it there, um, yeah. and so you know, if you if you did, which is uh, you know, I mean, that's part of the business, I guess. Um, Toys Wonderland did make a statement, and and to me, it's just like, bro, you guys are fucking dumb, like Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, this is from Toys Wonderland here on the same day. We have made. Uh, we've been made aware of a post Hot Toys made on their official Facebook page. We wanted to take a moment to thank Hot Toys for officially confirming that we are indeed a Hong Kong-based reseller. We have been accused in the past of being an official distributor operating outside our bounds and restrictions. Their post this morning confirms what we have been saying all along. We operate as resellers, giving our customers more options than a single site in America, which I thought was right across the bow. In this modern day and age, we hope to make Hot Toys more accessible to their Customers directly, however, acting as resellers in Hong Kong has allowed us to break down those barriers and deliver collectibles faster and at market rates. Uh, we are not bound by restrictions in place for official distributors. Hot Toys make up a big part of our DNA, and we want to let you know we will always be reselling them, which I thought was fucking hilarious. We thank you for your support, and as always, watch this space for more exciting and less dramatic things that are coming from us here at Toys Wonderland. It, it just... <sighs> Like what? More tips? Actually, apparently, they, what they more lower, exciting shit could they be talking? About? They lowered their prices on some pieces. They're lower than sideshows. Yeah, that's clearly got to be in response to of this. Of course, Tremble Tremble does says Toys Wonderland never stated they were official distributors. And what about other resellers? Tim Sand Pop Pop Collectibles didn't say anything about them. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's when you make a statement like that, I think you got to go for everyone. But ben, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's a toughie. Uh, Oilers. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. Oilers um, had some issues. Uh, great, great friend of the show, Jordan. Um, he had some issues with uh, getting some of his money back. He had ordered something. I think I believe it was a book of Boba Fett, Boba, or maybe it was a Mando Boba. 
and it, it hadn't shipped for a very long time. He had ordered the express shipping, and it wasn't until he called them out on his Instagram, which has a, a fairly large following, he got an immediate, almost immediate response and refund. And I mean, John, you've seen, not to interrupt your thought, you've mm. seen also collectors, you know, essentially say the same thing, right? Like, hey, I've been basically begging for a refund, something I full paid for years. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go to my credit card company, but what are my options? So it's, uh, yeah, but boy. And, and they're giving them a hard time with the refunds. But, like, did we really think, maybe there are some collectors out there, did we really think that Toys Wonderland was a an official no. distributor? Like, I personally I, know that they're not. I've never been under that assumption. I Maybe there are people that have been, but I... No, uh, I have a tinfoil hat theory, but I don't know if I should say it on here. I just want to ask Ben... Use the word allegedly. <laughs> what's, what's that, John? Go ahead. Ben, if... Sideshow wrote for Hot Toys. Who wrote for Toys Wonderland? <laughs> yeah. Probably Sideshow too. <laughs> Jesus <They're> Christ. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's Dean's tinfoil hat. They're, <laughs> they're all the same the street, company. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is just but me like, watching all this shit. Let them fight. Whatever. I feel like bad press is still good press, right? It gets people talking about both yeah. companies, and sometimes it means that they make more sales because more people are looking into it. So, Unless you bought 100 comic covers this weekend at two weeks. Well, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, Toys Wonderland then put a second statement. Fuck, dude. It's like... it. It's honestly... Look, I know how a lot of y'all probably felt when we would shut up about Gandalf. And I, I admit, even I was getting worn out on that topic. The last time I felt this way was the Joker. It was just like an onslaught of photos, and it it just dominated. Like at I've least we were looking so... at figures instead of memos. Fuck, dude, I've seen. One, I, I know, begun the fucking memo wars have. I, I've seen so many people commenting about this, and and it, it's almost like we have to, right? We're a weekly news show. This is the news of the week, right? But fuck, it's exhausting to do the show sometimes. Toys Wonderland put out a second announcement. We've received numerous messages from customers who are worried regarding their order status after Hot Toys posted an announcement on their story today. Uh, while we do not want to take up any more of your time, God forbid, we do feel it is necessary to answer some of your questions promptly. Is Hot Toys shutting down Toys Wonderland with lawsuits and legal action? Uh, Toys Wonderland operates as a reseller. We have never claimed to be an official distributor for Hot Toys. And I, and I will say to that point... I. I've, I think they've made very clear that, that point. We have a list of companies we supply products for, for, we we have a list of companies we supply products for officially and Hot Toys is noticeably absent from this list. We are acting within our legal rights to resell Hot Toys figures that we ourselves own outright. Therefore, no, Toys Wonderland, Wonderland is not being shut down. Uh, two, will Hot Toys stop you from getting stock to supply our orders? We shop for Hot Toys products in the same manner as any normal customer in Hong Kong would. We also procure them from the open market. Hot Toys has no jurisdiction to prevent us from purchasing products in the open market. We want to assure you that every order, uh, every single order and pre-order that you've made for Hot Toys products through Toys Wonderland is 100% secured. You will receive your order. We will continue to monitor collectors' questions, and if required, we'll make future posts to provide clarity, as we have done here. Apologize for adding fuel to the fire. However, we wanted to make sure you all know there is no need to be concerned. We will continue to ship your orders. Unless you're uh, Jordan from Oilers, they might not ship your orders. Um, Oilers also says, have you noticed uh, their deleted Facebook page advertising to bring people in to be distribution partners for TW? Yeah, it's... uh, 
Why it's, why do people order from Toys Wonderland again? In all honesty, uh, so you know, obviously, um, first and foremost, you know, if you have the money, right, and and you don't want to wait uh, two, three, four months for sideshow oh, okay. to get the product, like that day one sort of thing. Yeah, but also, I mean, you know, John, both we don't do it on our channel too much, to be honest. We're not mm-hmm. like really a review channel, but a lot of the people that I know, the I'll say this: I know people that are nor, that are not streamers or, or content creators to get it because hey I, I i'd be willing to spend an extra hundred bucks to get it today rather than you mm-hmm. know wait three four months. yeah because the you video know, is going to pay for itself well no, no no i'm talking about just normal collectors but there oh. is also you know dean like you said there is also a number of content creators that we know that you know take advantage of that that early to be able to review them kind of yes. get the jump on some of the competition right if i had the money to do it maybe I, I don't think I would personally. I don't like making reviews. Uh, yeah, like, like I don't I'm make speaking, real content. Like I'm, sp- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, sp- yeah, I'm speaking to like the average. Well, let's say the everyday collector. Um, there you go. Why would I like with all this drama and stuff? It just seems to be another headache, man. I'll wait to flip in two months to get the figure to to not have to deal with this. There's been so much drama around this company. I don't even understand yeah. how they're still they're they're still doing business outside of. Yeah. So for well, for me before in the before wood- I was, go ahead. No, oh, go ahead, Ben. Sorry, sorry about that. I'll do, make it quick. So before I um, just answer John's question, before I, like I was streaming or part of the Facebook groups or anything like that, again, I was the only person I knew at all other than like Justin's collection that even collected uh, Hot Toys. Uh, and so um, I was looking for a White Stormtrooper, and I wanted the Black wow. Shadow Trooper, and they were sold out everywhere. I couldn't get them on Facebook Marketplace here in Canada. I couldn't get them on Sideshow, which was the only official distributor that I knew of. Um, and then I came across this website called Toys Wonderland and, you know, it's either, it was either that to get them from there or it was, you know, just either not getting them or hoping for the best down the line on a Facebook marketplace deal. Right. So I found figures on Toys Wonderland that I couldn't find elsewhere, which is why I bought from them. And when I got my package from them, I I honestly, at least from my own personal experience, this was Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago already, um, like they double, like they double boxed it. They wrapped the hell out of it. Like those shipper boxes came in like absolute pristine condition. And how, was how was the charge? Did they? Do you overpaid for them? No, I. So I paid um, in total with taxes and uh, shipping seven hundred dollars for both. So three fifty per figure. Okay. And that was the Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, stormtrooper, the white stormtrooper, and the yeah, the black sh- uh, shadow trooper. So I was on their at site. The time it was a good deal. I saw one of the predator figures that I was trying to let go. Yeah, the guy has like like five hundred bucks. I'm like, buddy, that's uh, <laughs> that's a little. Come on. Yeah. Um, but that was two years ago, right? This this stuff's yeah. been coming out lately. Well, and it's yeah. for me like that was at least three years ago. Three years uh, ago. was my first. Yeah, and that's experience. what. Yeah. This is what Euler says. Also, he had two years of no problems getting his day one orders from Toys Wonderland. The last nine months. He's had major yeah, issues. They just kid. grew. They just grew way too qu- quickly, right? Because yeah. I have the same experience as Ben. The first ever hot toy I got in hand was the Thanos, um, the Endgame Thanos, and um, no, it came like really fast. I overpaid on shipping, but it was actually cheaper than getting from Sideshow. So at the time, I was pretty amazed. But yeah, it just feels like they're yeah they, they're just bitten off more than they can chew recently and. Things are going south really quickly, but they keep having these sales that are drawing attention to them, and people are maybe just the uneducated collectors keep going going there for their deals. So you said that they grew too fast, right? There's too many people ordering from them, right? And they don't have the 
stock, which That's goes back to like. what Oilers said. They they put up pre-orders on their website and like they don't. I mean, they literally don't own them yet, <laughs> right? Like they there's like, well, we got to well, get online and buy four hundred. Allegedly, they they may own allegedly. the slips. So one thing to clarify, allegedly. When like owning the slip, like the pre-order slip, is like essentially the same. Is that as a thing? Because I don't know what that is. Over there, it's the thing. Yeah, like you order, like oh, okay. you know, like uh, here in America, we just go to sideshow, you know, order. In in Hong Kong, they they go to secret base, they put their deposit down, and they get like a slip. And, oh, and essentially, okay. essentially, what I've been told, essentially, what I've been told is the way that Toys Wonderland gets it is, is you know, they'll they'll pay people to stand in line to get those slips. Okay. And then they'll, they, you know, I'll give you a hundred bucks or whatever. You get wow. the slip. You, you give it straight to me. And then they'll okay. they'll come in at some point with any number of slips to redeem those slips. But yeah, I mean, the, the, essentially, essentially, it's it's just like a. I'm sure you know we could probably ask Ryan. He lives he lives over there. Like exactly okay. the process. But yeah, there there's supposedly like some document that you get that's like, hey, I I own this. I, I have a guaranteed figure coming for me. You know, okay. one or however many, but okay. yeah, that, supposedly that's how it works. But to Dean's okay. point, though, I have seen a lot of posts recent. Well, a lot, a handful of posts where Toys Wonderland sent a collector email saying, "Hey, we don't have this stock actually. I've Hot seen Toys that. Yeah. Produced less. They underproduced so kind of it. It's like there don't blame go. Hot Toys. <laughs> I don't. I've yeah. never heard that being the case. Me to either. be honest. Yeah, so that kind yeah. of feeds into the speculation you're saying, Dean, where maybe they don't even have the figure and they're going to just figure it out after they take your order and right. your money. Do you uh, do you want to share your theory, Dean? I, I mean, I don't My know if it's too hot for the air. Theory? Yeah, let's all put on the tin foil. Yeah. So this again, it's just a theory. I'm basing this on nothing. It's just like a like a gut feeling. I also want to say Dean Martin does not speak for Collecting Weekly, Collecting <laughs> Weekly LLC, or just kidding. All liability so, is his own. So, yeah, all liability inherent. Uh, something or other. GG, write yeah. us some stuff real quick. Uh, Ed and Eddie, twenty dollars super chat. I love you all, guys. Zach, Dean, John, Ian, Pete, wow. Dylan, Seth. Uh, Sean, Rainer, Manny, Mark P, Danny, Ben, Marco, Mario, Usby, Brenton, Eric, and all the Patreons. Congrats on 2K CW forever, my friend. <laughs> nice gesture, Eddie. Left hand what a nice gesture, guy. brother. Thanks, That's I a left hand jumbo for me, Eddie. Yeah, my guy. Sorry, Dean. Your uh, theory. No, yeah. <laughs> this this um this post from Hot Toys came out of literally nowhere. Like there was no drama. There was no news. Like it was just like. Hey guys, Toys Wonderland? <laughs> no, thank you. Right? And like, I'm kind of like wondering, like, if maybe, because Sideshow's over here, right? Hong Kong, that's a whole world away, bro. It's the Wild West over there. It is the West. As Who's say. to say that, that Hot Toys isn't double dipping and, and actually supplying toys wonderland like behind behind the doors and this is just a post like hey guys we don't like them uh-uh we really don't like it. toys wonderland, but really again this is just a theory it's not i'm not saying dean, this dean i saw i saw optical 20 kind of speculating the same thing oh did he, he really and, okay and his I analogy just... was he's like you got caught with your side chick and all of a sudden you've got to like make a public apology right dude and that's kind of how it feels yeah because because dude, <laughs> literally after that that's when we started seeing emails from toys wonderland to people like oh we don't have that figure bro we uh, hot toys didn't make it it's like, yeah that's that's did a it or point. did you guys yeah. get caught <laughs> 
and and hot toys you know had to come because honestly like it came out of nowhere there was zero indication of like any drama and then all of a sudden hot toys comes out with this like that as we were talking about it i was like what's to stop them from double dipping like sideshows over here they don't have like fucking police over there like what are you guys doing where are these figures going right because they have but also does hot toys give a fuck it's like bro we're selling we're selling a fuckload of these figures and howard chan doesn't give a rat's ass they don't give a right They're like, bro, it's out of our hands already, bro. Fuck that. Like, like, what do I give a shit if Toys Wonderlands comes in here and buys 300 of the And they're selling Joker bodies in our, for all we know. It would be that or they'd have have to have, like, an army of runners, too, when you think about it. Like, or it's like, can you imagine, like, sending your grandma in and being like, yeah, like, I want 93 of the new Iron Man. To make a quick buck? 100 bucks? That's a work day. Some yeah, but it would be, you'd have to have an army of folks working for you. Listen to me. There's one way to end all this. One way you just end it. You don't have to worry about it. You can sleep like a baby. Stop buying hot toys. That's it. Oh there you my go. John's hitting him on a. I mean, yeah, there's we'll got to be that. Yeah. There's got to be that. inner peace, bro. John's got to figure it out. There's got to be. Stop buying hot toys. That's it. There's got to be that one guy. I imagine he's like a greasy looking dude. Just comes in there. I'd like to take 400 of your finest hot toys and just slaps down a stack of pre-order slips. <laughs> like, I'm here for my 400. They just load up one of those fucking little dollies. I'm, uh, I'm army building. Captain America's? <laughs> yeah, what? And I will say, I will say before we move on, because we obviously have talked about this to but it's your 20th order this week. <laughs> Dean was saying, you know, this came out of nowhere, but not really, though, because the sideshow was a sideshow con where they had their 10% off sales and $5 shipping. Well, that was really kind of overshadowed by Toys Wonderland having like a $200 Boba yeah, two pack Christ. or whatever the fuck. Well, right? no, that's you know, what like, I mean. Like from Hot Toys, it seems odd. Like, yeah. You know, Sideshow's having a sale. Honestly, what does Hot Toys give a shit? But Sideshow cares when it's Toys Wonderland doing it. Yeah, so like you said, like this is not a Hot Toys thing. This is a Sideshow thing. That's, yeah, that's 100%. Keep this up for a bit. Um, Star Wars Universe, Dean, what do you mean it came out of nowhere? Collectors have been complaining about Toys Wonderland for months. This didn't come out of nowhere. No, I meant the, the Hot Toys just, I don't know. He is a dingus. Uh, I am a talk, dingus. That is I, I feel not what debated. you're saying, Dean. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk customer service here for a bit. Um, I I the opposite, right? Because we've seen so many bad customer service. I don't want to. I don't want to have today's episode be like mostly negative. So I want to. I want to hear from you guys some great customer service experiences, and um, I'll, I'll start. Um, I had picked up my Gandalf a few months ago from Steven's Collectibles and one they were they were so kind to hold it much longer than you know really they should have to be honest real real nice people and the second I saw it I was like this is incredible put me down for a second one like I will you know set up the paperwork right now for a second one this was before in art from that time to right about when my final payment was due in art came out and and I, and I don't want to say this and, like, if you deal with them and you don't get the same treatment, like, please don't, you know. I, I spend a lot of money with Stevens. You know, we, it, you know, it, it may not be the we same. We eat together. And, and, like, we're homies. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I will say this. I also never have asked him for this. So, you know, just your, your mileage may vary. When Inart came out, I was like, fuck, dude. For $150 more, 
Oh, I'd, love to I hear think this. I'd much rather have that figure rather than a second one. Clip but it. I'm a man of Clip my it. word. I I would have honored my purchase, right? If 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 he said no, no problem. I'll I'll sell it. I'll take a hit, whatever. Um, I called him up. I was like, "Hey, bro, I got a a big ask. I a big ask. I, I do that too. Tremendous. That too. Fucking <laughs> big <laughs> ask. <bro>. My milkshake <laughs> brings <laughs> dragging a wagon oh, for weeks, bro. You know Double Kim Kardashian the way she put night. that champagne the cup on her glass. Bro, a, a he puts, he puts a whole keg. I'm telling you, Dude, you he's right. that ass, bro. He's <laughs> like, like I have two assholes, brother. Don't give up on two. <laughs> and I, I was like, look, this is the situation. Like, is is there like I will buy other things at your shop. Like, I'm not gonna leave you high and dry. But can I move my deposit to something else? No problem, bro. What do you want? And I was able to move that deposit, um, you know, to this premium format um, figure, uh, the uh, Mando, which, you know, at the end of the day, is more money for him, for his shop, you know. But, man, what a what a guy. And, and you know, just in dealings with them, man, like, going in, like, hey, I have this thing, you have this thing, like, would you just do a straight-up swap? Like, that's how I got the Snowspeeder, just, just amazing customer service. Uh, even sideshow today, man. The um, I uh, I had that Iron Studios uh, Mando and Grogu on pre-order, and I pre-ordered that much before I knew I was going to be getting the uh, premium format. And my final payment was coming out like in a few days, and I was like, man, like I kind of have like, in my opinion, like the one of the better versions of this character. Like I don't really need the one tenth. Called them up, and they're like, hey, you know, you bought our premium format. Like we're just going to give you your NRD back. As a as a courtesy, uh, which is not the first time they've done that for me recently, um, and they gave me all my rewards back, and I basically went from like twelve dollars in rewards to like a hundred dollars, so I can basically get a Moffex figure that I really want. So amazing customer service by Sideshow, uh, by Stevens Collectibles. Um, I, I think to me, for all the shit we give Sideshow, I I, I think gen genuinely speaking, most of the time they got some of the best service. And the busy, you can pick up the phone, you give them a call. I think they're willing to work with you if you're reasonable. Uh, Dean, do you have any any experiences you wanted to shout out with any any retailer? Um, I the last one I've really needed was <laughs> you're gonna remember this um, with Sideshow when Commander Cody was coming out. We were on stream and Zach accidentally bought something. And I was like, bro, you're a dingus, bro. How do you do that? And he's like, no, 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 I, no, no. I accidentally canceled the order because there was no confirmation. I just clicked oh, there was like, okay. okay, your order's canceled. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, bro, how do you do that? You're a dingus. What an idiot, right? I'm making fun of him live on air. And then you know, while we're talking, I'm like, oh, like I have a pre-order. Let me check. And so I'm like clicking through the thing. And then again, no confirmation. Just fucking charged me for the full amount of the figure. And I was like. Bro, I don't have that money, just like that amount, like to spare. Like I got bills I gotta pay, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, what am I gonna do? So I called Sideshow the next day, and I was like, "Look, like I was thumbing through my Sideshow account, and like I didn't get a confirmation to purchase this, and it went through." I was just trying to like, uh, you know, go over like 
whatever it was I was trying to look at. And uh, she's like, not a problem. We'll refund it to you. Um, and you just reorder it. I was like, okay, perfect. So that's what I did. And it actually ended up working out because I had gotten rewards since then. So I put the new ones on top of it. So it worked out great, but I, I felt like such an idiot because I just got done making fun of Zach for this. Literally the same fucking thing. But yeah, dude, like when you call Sideshow on the phone, like as much shit as we give them, they're lickety split. They got really good customer service. Am I next? Yeah, I'd go with Sideshow as well. There's been a few, a few mishaps that they've really come to up to bat lately. There was one a couple months ago. I think I shared it on the, one of the shows before, but I opened up one of the bus I have, and there was some paint chipping on the um, shoulder. And this is a ten-year-old bust. Okay, what are they gonna do? I called them. I said, "Let's see what they're gonna do." And the guy's like, what, "What are we gonna do? We don't even know the paint that was used on that piece. It's so old." And I said, "Well, that's not my problem. That sounds like a you problem because I haven't even taken this thing out of the box. It's been in the box protected." Anyways, they ended up. Not that they had to, but they ended up giving me free shipping on um, on a product that I had with on pre-order, which was nice of them. And then most recently, my points expired. Uh, I had like a one day, oh, and I, I remember that. Yeah, I couldn't make a decision, whatever. So I called the next day, and they re they re uh, applied my points. Lied to me, but they reapplied the points, so I won't be greedy. I still appreciate what they did. She told me it was going to expire in 24 hours. I still have the points there. It's been like three months. Oh, that's a good lie. I know. That's a great that's lie. A lie. <laughs> Call them out for that. She was like, why? Because she, she was doing exactly what they did with the the Hot Toys uh, Trooper. Flipping, getting me to spend the money that day. No. There you I, go. I waited. and they, No, but that was good on them. I still say to, uh, to this day, Sideshow's customer services, if you have a problem, they'll take care of you. 100%. Marco, Ben. Yeah, uh, so, so yeah. I, oh, <laughs> go ahead, Ben. No, you go ahead. No, you, you let me go last time. No, you no, go, go for it. it. Go for it. Jesus okay, Christ. I'll make it quick. So um, keeping the jive going. Um, so I had a really good experience recently. Um, I've been doing a lot of toy tours on my on my channel, uh, toy store tours and comic book stores, and because I've been trying to support the local guys, the brick-and-mortar stores, a little bit more than like the Toys R Us's and the Walmarts and stuff, right? It's cool to go into some of these local shops. Uh, and last week I did my 12th tour um, at a place called Snap Collectibles here in Airdrie, Alberta. And I had a really good experience there for a couple different reasons. So uh, I would say the first uh, part uh, that was a great experience was, you know, some of these other toy stores that I've gone to or some of these other collectible stores, you know, I go in as a YouTuber, I want to take some video, I want to show the community kind of what you guys have, I want to support the local stores, and they look at you like you may be trying to case the place out. And you can tell that they're really nervous about you being there and, and all of that. This particular location was like, no, that's amazing. Like, thank you for supporting the store. Like, that's awesome. Like, feel free to, like, basically walk anywhere in the store and take as much video footage as you want. He went around and cleared some of his, like, shipper boxes out and stuff like that. He told me a little bit about how they do online ordering system and they can bring things in from Sideshow for people here in Canada, which for, for me was huge to hear because that would save me a lot on, like, a lot of the shipping costs and stuff, uh, which was cool. And then... 
Uh, I finished the video. I posted it last week. Um, so again, Snap Collectibles, cool store to check out. But um, posted it, and I hear from the store owner in my Instagram the next day, and he was like, "Dude, like I just wanted to say, like, thank you so much uh, for posting that video. Like, I really appreciate it. You know, we'd love to have you back in the store at some point. Like, come back anytime." And when I was there, I was telling him that I was kind of looking for these Batman, the animated series, uh, six-inch figures, right? And so for the last couple days, uh, he's messaged me a couple times to be like, hey, like, just so you know, I got a lead on one. I might be able to bring one into the warehouse. Um, it's the Ra's al Ghul. Uh, he's like, we might be able to bring it in. Uh, is it something that you're wanting? And I, like, wavered. I was like, I don't know, like, right now we just got a kitten in the house. Like, bills are a little bit tight. Things are a little tight. Like, I would love that, but I can't commit to it. So, like, don't bring anything in specially, you know, for me. Um and I get a message from the guy today, and he's like, Razagul just landed in the in the warehouse. Uh, do you want it?" And I was like, "Oh, again, like, sorry, man, like, I I can't I can't afford to to get it." And he's like, "Nope." He's like, "You you advertised for my for my store. I definitely appreciate it. Um, so for this one, I'm just gonna give it to you, no cost. Just you can just come by and and pick it up." Uh, which was cool. And so he wow. drove he drove Amazing. 25 minutes to bring the toy to his store location so that I could pick it up. But I missed it because I was trying to get home to get on on the show tonight for for like the live show tonight. God damn it, so man. it will be my it'll be my new this week uh, next week. Um, but we, I thought that was a uh, What's that, that store real, one more time? So it's called Snap Collectibles uh, and it's on my YouTube channel there. But here, let's They've got a, a website, www.snapcollectibles.com, and they spell collectibles differently. It's collectibles with an A, uh, like collect tables almost, like collectibles. Um, put it in private chat for me, please. the Canadian way. Put their, put their details in private chat I'm so we can run a banner. Oh, well, so we can run a banner. Um, quickly, uh, Pablo Meza, off the racks, paid off my Gideon. It hadn't shipped for a week. I messaged John. He apologized, sent it out immediately, and gave me $25 off my... Um, uh, my next purchase. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah, Ben, write me a little script down there. We'll run a banner yeah. for them. Yeah, well, for sure. um, yeah that's uh, that's incredible stories there. And, and I, I just that's really awesome. wanted to not have this be, like, overly negative. Marco, what's your uh, what's your story for us? Yeah, so I've got a lot of sideshow stories, honestly. They've, they've uh, made it right for me a lot of times in the past. So I'm pretty hard on them, but they need to do better as of late. But they've, they've been really great in the past. I will say... Uh, you know, tearing off of what Pablo Meza is saying here, off the racks, John is he has great customer service. He will, you know, talk, communicate with you on Facebook. He'll let you know when a figure is upcoming. So you can kind of make arrangements on like, you know, how Sideshow did not this last time. And you can kind of pay it off in advance or make sure you've got the money there. A really accessible guy, you know, sometimes they'll be like, hey, you got a figure coming up. And then we'll just talk about what he's picking up. And um, I will just, you know, plug them and just say that I've had really good customer um, service experiences. He'll ship the figure out right away. I haven't had any problems as of yet, but I'm confident that if I do, he will, you know, go the extra mile to make it right. So let's uh, let's do this for a second. We go scroll that banner across. And like I gotta um, say, like I said to him, I was like, "That is incredibly generous." By the way, like I was like, "I'm not a monetized channel yet." Like I think the video only got about 500 views. Like you don't have to do that. Like I I didn't do it for any gain other than to, you know, give some content to people that I love to talk to, some some stuff to watch, and to, to support you a little bit. And like he was like, "No," he's like, "That's appreciated." And but like. He just he just created a customer for life. 
like any time I want a comic book now or a collectible, I'm going to go to him first. Like, I mean, such a smart business move. Um, but again, just uh, a standout, standout guy, standout business owner. I definitely recommend his store. It was, it was wow, a really I good really experience. Messed that up. Oh, I cannot spell. Um, let's uh, let's go. Jesus Christ, their website. Uh, yeah, so Snap Collect Collectibles five eight seven two five four zero four nine one in. How do you say this Airdrie. city? Airdrie, Alberta. Airdrie, Alberta. Yeah, be sure to check them out. So, what do they what do they sell, Ben? Everything. So they had a huge um, Kenner uh, Star Wars selection. They had like almost every Black Series that I could think of to find. Um, they also bring in, so they have a whole warehouse dedicated to their store that I'm hoping he gives me an invitation to at some point so I can show you guys what that looks like. Cause apparently there's like, you remember those like old, like librarian style book racks where you can like slide yeah, yeah. like a whole like shelf a wheel. He, yeah. yeah. He's got like the, uh, like a warehouse filled, I guess, with toys and boxes and stuff that they just keep bringing things in. But vintage collection, like, as you guys can see here, black series, um, they had a HasLab uh, razor crest in there, uh, today. Uh, they got slab comics, graded comics, like pretty much whatever you're looking for. Like you're gonna have a good chance of finding a huge Ninja Turtle selection, uh, DC, DC Select, McFarlane, like basically hot everything toys. that that I I want to look for. And they can bring in hot toys. Uh, they don't usually stock them in the store, but they will do orders. And he was saying like the goal is to try and save you on some shipping. So like if you buy it from us. You know, we absorb some of the shipping. We we mark it down so that like he's like we make we make a couple bucks, but not not like nothing that you're gonna necessarily uh, have an issue with sort of thing. If if that's uh, a better service level, and you can do payment installments through his store as well, so you don't have to. If you're a Canadian here, you don't have to lock your money into Sideshow if you don't want to. Uh, you can do it in the in the store there locally. So uh, that wow. was really cool. Yeah, really really cool. Tell him that we are a monetized channel and we plugged him. So uh, <laughs> I did. Me, well, he so he he su- he sent me a box guys. of. Oh uh, really? He okay. to you guys. Yeah. Well, because I said to him, I was like, I'm on every Tuesday night, I, and I sent him the link uh, tonight as well. I don't know if he made it in the chat. I didn't see him yet, but um, I'm sure I'll watch it on replay because he's like, yeah, he he and his um his I don't know if I don't know if it's his wife or just like somebody who works with him, but uh, she also subbed to me and to you guys uh, as well last week while I was there. So. Uh, do wow. you know if they do like consignments? Because it looks on their website they have like older Predator hot toys on there. They're sold out, but I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. But the guy, like again, was pre- pretty easy to deal with, and I think they're like through their email. He's uh, he's pretty communicative. So cool. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, I just want to mention this real quick. Someone mentioned it earlier, and I didn't get a chance to pull it up. But Magic: The Gathering 2023 is doing a Dungeons or a Jesus, a Lord of the Rings set with like. They're not going to be standard legal wow. cards, but they're going to be like a special print with like artwork. And I imagine, you know, Gandalf will have his own card. Bro, if you have a Gandalf card in 2023 and you pull one, if it's hard to get, holla at you, boy. I'm putting it out now. I'm calling dibs on that yeah. Gandalf. Yeah, that's That'd fucking cool. awesome. I love that. Um, let's um, tell you what. We did have a plan for a discussion. This this actually ran a little bit longer than I thought. Let's, let's bump uh, what do you expect from a live stream to next week? And we'll we'll uh, be sure to get the community's feedback. Maybe we'll put up a post on that's a good uh, idea. Actually, we can on put up CW a post. and yeah. get some get some feedback, and then also take some live. Uh, just because I don't want to keep everyone here too long, because we got to watch Prey tonight uh, after the show. Um, our movie of the week was Blade Runner. I I specified the final cut, but you know whatever cut you watched is good enough for me. Uh, the film is set in a dystopian future. Los Angeles of 2019. 
uh, in which synthetic humans known as replicants are bioengineered by the powerful Tyrell Corporation to work on space colonies when a fugitive group of, of advanced replicants led by Roy Batty escapes back to Earth, a burnt-out cop, Rick Deckard, reluctantly agrees to hunt them down. This movie is fucking incredible. Bro. The world building, the music, the scenery. I, I love Han Solo, but this actually may be my favorite Harrison Ford movie. It is a slow burn. It's a noir. It's a detective movie. You know, you get some neat little future tech, that 4D image scanning technology I thought was really fun. I didn't get that when I was younger, but watching it now, it made a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I know there will be some complaints from some people, you know, modern film watchers are going to say, man, this movie's slow, it takes forever to get going. I can 100% see those those criticisms. This is a movie, you, 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 you watch it on a rainy day, you, you dev- devote full attention to it. And you just let let the story take you because it's it's such an incredible film, uh, based off the book "Do uh, Robots Dream of Electric Sheep," and um, a movie that's had a lot of changes. It, it almost reminds me of Star Wars in that, you know, there's there's many many cuts of the film, all you know, very very different cuts, very ambiguous yeah. stuff. Uh, to this day, Harrison Ford believes his character. Um, I don't want to misquote this, but I believe he believes Deckard is a replicant. The director believes he is not. And the fact that the movie could be so ambiguous that the lead actor and the director have different, differing views yeah. about the character and, and the fans split as well. Such an incredible film. Uh, well, and, and I'm. I, I was going to say, I feel like now that there's a sequel, kind of definitively proves that he's not a replicant. But well, no, they they left it open in the sequel too. They never well, confirmed he, he is or isn't. Well, the replicants have a shorter lifespan. He's like fucking like eighty years well, old. I mean, he could be a fucking special replicant, Dean. Jesus I guess. Christ! <laughs> I've got they this made laptop sh- from two thousand nine. Also, this he thing has like cop, He also has like <laughs> cop friends that know who he is and where he's been and how long he's worked there so yeah but it's also the whole point is more real than real right like you, you right like, i mean dean could be a replicant for all i know right it's true i was talking Probably to my dean. sister about that today i was like you remember being 10 right i was like but so do they like how do you know that you've lived this long like that yeah. those memories are just planted in your head <laughs> there you go uh, so Dean, obviously you're a big fan of oh. this film as well. I think Bro, you know big some fan? of our friendship has has been made from this movie. Bro, this movie, not including Star Wars, is my number one favorite movie of all time. This movie is so fucking incredible, and like it it lays the seeds as early as like 15 minutes into this film for the sequel, which you know you could say they just like really wrote the sequel well, but like. It, it makes everything so much better. Um, it's been a while since I've watched the movie. Um, so re-watching it, I was just like, fuck, this movie's like so fantastic. Um, I really prefer the, the theatrical cut of the movie, which is wow. where Harrison Ford narrates it, which a yeah, lot of end. people I don't, don't like. I don't like that at all. The ending is terrible. It's so bad. Um, but I like um, you could you could tell Harrison Ford like did not want to do a voiceover. Bro, he was he's like I'm sorry. You <laughs> call me so two bored. months after rap? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. You could tell he's just like over it, but like it fills a lot of gaps because there's a lot of real quiet kind of nothing's happening in the scene. Like it's very, you know, there's just music playing, rain falling. It's very quiet. Um, so like to me, I like that. Um, I, I don't prefer it, but I do like to watch that version from time to time. Um, but yeah, any way you watch this movie, it's so fucking brilliantly done. Like every frame of this movie is like, so intense in terms of like the detail the design like the cinematography the set locations the bradbury building like so incredible right and the story is just again incredible the only real thing i have a problem with is uh rachel and deckard seem to like fall in love like that like it's a weird relationship it's very weird in fact the scene where they finally like get together is like almost like really awkward and kind of like is this consensual <laughs> like it's very strange but not in 2020 not in 2019 <laughs> standards yeah 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 um but oh my god like it uh my sister watched it with me today and she's like i haven't seen this movie since i was a kid i was like well fuck, you're in for a treat and sure enough, by the end of it, she's like, that was so fucking good. Like, that movie was incredible. It's like, no, it's amazing. Yeah, everything about this movie is fucking perfect. I love it. I think it's crazy to me that if this is on the same level with you as, like, Star Wars, that you weren't, like, immediately, like, 1300 bucks for that gun is worth it. Because, dude, I feel like you almost need this in your collection if it's that high on your list for you, buddy. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. And, but that's the thing. Like, there's not a lot of Blade Runner collectibles. Like, it's not it's a hard really, license. It's a hard license, yeah. So, like, there's just not a lot of collectibles out there to even own. Right. Um, and the ones that are are very fucking expensive. So, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's very sad to me. <laughs> So for me, I've seen multiple different versions of this film, kind of like you guys were already saying. Like, the final cut I didn't watch until a few years ago. Um, I watched, I think, primarily the version that had the voiceover, uh, like the narration. And like you guys said, like the narration in that particular cut, he clearly didn't want to be there. And so you can really hear it. And it like it adds some element to it, but I, I do like kind of the... Um, the quiet nature of the film, like Dean was saying, in the sense of, like, without that narration, you get to kind of piece it together yourself a little bit. I like movies that make you piece it together and think about it a little heavier than just being kind of told what to think or, or kind of what's happening uh, in the moment. But what I didn't realize when I was a kid, because the first time I watched this movie when I was young, I didn't like it. And I was a Harrison Ford fan back then. I obviously loved him in Star Wars. I loved him as, as Indiana Jones. And then I watched Blade Runner expecting to be blown away, especially because I liked Star Trek and Star Wars and sci-fi-esque shows, right? And I didn't love it. And I think at the time I was just too young. It was, it was not that it was slow paced, but that like a lot of like intellectual language, like a lot of like a lot of speaking parts and a lot of like... You, if you're not listening, you will definitely miss parts of what's going on or some of the subtleties of what you're supposed to catch. Um, it's probably, it probably took me, I want to say, three watches before I started to really, truly see the gem that was kind of in this film. Uh, at least for, for me. And I, and again, that was through multiple cuts and then finally the, the final cut, which was my third or fourth time viewing. Um, 
which is the is the cut that I would ultimately recommend to people. So good call on that one, Zach. That is definitely the most uh, well put together of the films, I would say. Um, and it, it just goes to show you how many movies this film has inspired over time, right? Uh, some of my favorites out there, um, even like I, I was, I watched the movie. Um, uh, Ex Machina, not too long ago, uh, when they're such a good movie, wonderful film, right? And I think it's called the the uh, the Turing test. Um, when uh, you're trying to determine whether an artificial intelligence knows that it's an artificial intelligence, right? And like even just that alone clearly has some inspiration from this. Gattaca has got some inspiration from this, and like just so many other cool films. So Ghost in the you, Shell, Ghost in the Shell, yeah, like so many cool ones, and just like the noir feel to it. It's got also one of the, I think you said it, Zach, one of the best world builds, uh, like, ever. You feel like you could literally reach through the screen into, a, like, a developed, gritty world. I think it's funny that it, I think it's 2019 that it's supposed to be, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think, like, we're already in 2022, I think back to 2019, right? At least it's not, like, the world. But, like, it's a cool, right. it's a cool, I, I, I like going back, you know, 30 years and thinking about what the future could be, you know, even, like, that 2015 Marty McFly seeing Jaws and all. Like, I just like yeah. perspectives of the future uh, and alternate futures that could, you know, could be a thing. And I always loved the idea um, of artificial intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence blending in with our, in our community, um, and getting to see in this film that the artificial intelligence almost has more humanity than Deckard himself, who, like, whether or not you think he's a replicant or not, I mean, I would say that he, he is very robotic in the role. He makes it seem as though he could be almost uh an artificial intelligence even though he's clearly developed and he's got some emotions and he's more expressive than some of the the characters i can't remember the, the girl what's her name um Pris. rachel yeah she's um, a she's she's definitely a little bit robotic in her, in her delivery but again i think some of the humanity that comes out of the, the other characters who actually are replicants yeah uh, is Roy more, and, uh, yeah it, 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 it's more present than in dude, Deckard what himself. a good fucking bad guy so. bro crazy good movie so yeah i again if you watch this film and it's your first time watching it i would almost say watch it through get a feel for it and then give it another chance and watch it through a second time because i think you may pick up just that little extra a little extra bit Alrighty, uh imdb 8.1 out of 10 uh ron tomatoes 89 percent when this come on 1982 there's nothing left to say ben just absolutely said everything I need. That was on my mind. No, I'm kidding, guys. I didn't actually get to watch the film again this week, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> He's getting Zach, back to work, getting back into the Zach videos. already told me I'm going to get 10 paddywhacks after I the didn't show. Say, I, I didn't even no, I know. Didn't even get on your case about I know it. I you understand. Um, You're dealing with It's been crazy, shit, yeah. So I'm going to get back I on track. I didn't say anything. How dare you? Uh, he didn't it's say funny that It's funny that... Zach really likes Deckard because he's kind of a dick. <laughs> like, I'm like, this guy definitely doesn't have any friends. Like, he's I'm a kind dick of or Deckard's a dick. No, Deckard. Li- like, I am a dick. <laughs> he's like rude to everybody he talks to. He lives in like a um, shitty little apartment. <laughs> yeah, which is, oh, I fucking love his apartment so much. It's so cool. But yeah, it's funny because you talk about like this movie takes place in 2019 and here we are in 2022. And it's uh, me and my sister were talking about the scene where he like zooms in on that graph, and yeah. I was like, it's crazy to think about back then 
but like even today we have uh, i think they're called like terapixels or something yeah, yeah, yeah where it's like they take a picture of like a parade like up in a skyscraper and you could like zoom in and see people's like eyelashes yeah. and shit or like they take a picture of a, on a mountain and you could like zoom into like the city and like see people like walking on a bridge and shit and so it's like it's funny that they imagine this crazy technology and like here we are but like we kind of have it it's fucking it's nuts yeah uh i love well, it but. well and that's why i didn't love that like it's just the humanity and kind of how deckard is it's the reason i didn't love um the director's take oh, uh ridley scott's take on like him maybe because it was ridley scott that kind of came out after the fact and said yeah deckard is a is a replicant right after this film was was released uh or like after it been, had been tweaked a bunch of times um but i never liked that perspective because it, to me that actually took away from the film a little bit because i thought for me like my takeaway from it was that the humanity in the ai like they had more of um actually uh, mark pearson literally just wrote it like they had more of a, a will to live uh than the humans themselves so to then make deckard a, a replicant actually i feel like, like almost detracts from how good um yeah, that's that aspect good of the film actually. is yeah so. yeah i just never yeah my sister made a, a similar uh point uh when she we got done watching it she's like the movie is like not even really about deckard he's just kind of a, a cog in the machine like experiencing all this shit that's going on around them but really the story is the replicants right and mm -hmm. um that's why i think roy is such a good fucking bad guy not only his presence but like his his drive what what keeps him moving forward in the story um i mean he's a fucking psychotic bastard and you know he makes he he says this this line where he's like you know all my experiences and my memories will be gone when I die. Like, like T like bro, that, that happens to us all. Like whether you're, whether you live 50 years or four, you know, like when we're dead, we're gone, bro. Like you didn't have to kill all these people to reach this conclusion. And, um, you know, yeah, it was, it, my sister was like, bro, like there's kids who, who fucking die of cancer before they even get a chance to live and here's roy killing a bunch of people because he only gets to live four years it's like tyrell was right he's like dude like like revel in in your glory that you had four years like and you know it's also unfair right to create these things for basically slave labor and then toss them in the garbage right like that's a shitty yeah. thing to do there's no question about it but also like it's like bro you got to live you know an, an amazing four years well probably not amazing four years but it's like bro you were superhuman for four years like you could have done anything and you chose to be a fucking psychotic murderer like you know it's just it's yeah it opens a lot of conversations and it makes you think about a lot of different things and like this movie's just so fucking brilliant and beautiful <laughs> i love it i love it so much uh john what is your pick for movie of the week this week i'm choosing because my time my time is tough and i want to get this watched so i might as well kill two birds with one stone i'm choosing prey hey there we go hey, okay cool yeah. i'm here for it the new one yeah. um I'm here for it. Uh, let's uh, cool. let's move on. Uh, 
Can we uh, thank these amazing Patreonies of ours? The teams? three pillars that keep the channel going. But so do you guys watching and listening at home. We love you too. Thank you for the 2,000 subscribers. Give a quick shout out to Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valensarina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Kiss, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Cret, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomoski, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alad Morgan, Tukothri, Wa, Derek B, Pablo Meza, Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dolmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. <laughs> nice. Yeah, love to see it. Uh, our August Patreon benefits, we have the Prince Zorbo Magnet and a Shrink Ray sticker. That will be shipping out end of August. Be sure to tune in for that. Uh, for Patreon, we have three tiers. The $5 Sweet Angel tier, uh, sticker sent straight to your door, and access to Ox After Dark. The $15 Certified Crispy tier, uh, figure fix assistance, and all the benefits of the previous tier. The $25 tier is the Pox, P Pog Deluxe, excuse me. And doubles all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tiers. Our YouTube channel members, big shout out to all you guys also for the support. Definitely, definitely helps out quite a bit. Let's drop that there. Mojo Z78, Absolute Irwin, Test Jess 1, DK Avengers 702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gis, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big Ol' Fern, OG Fan, Bamet, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Lemur Hernandez, Carlito, CT603, Eddie uh, Money, Mendez, Luke Fredericks, and Sia Dreams. Bunch of angels there. Uh, we have uh, the membership starts at 99 cents if you're a Patreon member or $2.99 if you are not. You get loyalty badges, emojis, and member shoutouts. Taking a look at the network, we have OFAC uh, Thursday. Excited for that. We have uh, After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, Collector's Club Friday, Live and Let Dice. We have... We may be going live Thursday night for a little bit of a team meeting. Um, you know, when you do a live um, <clears throat> impromptu roleplay show, sometimes things get a little bit crazy. Last session, we kind of got a little off the rails. I think we're having a little bit too much fun, so we got to have a chat about it. And Cody thought it would be a good job to do it live. We can kind of peel back the curtain a bit, explain some of the actions of the NPCs, the player characters, some of the repercussions of what happened, and, you know, kind of kind of get everything back on track for the next episode. With D&D, &D uh, specifically, we'll be taking off September 3rd for PAX, um, and so we'll be doing some back-to-back-to-back -back -back weekends here pretty soon to get you guys some backlog content for that that uh, that weekend off. Uh, T Publics, where you can buy our merch. Dean's working on a really cool shirt for D&D. &D. Very excited to see how that turns out. It's another homage type shirt, so really excited for that. And I think John's working on a club shirt as well, so yeah, uh, really excited to see what he comes up with. And then, uh, John, do you mind reading these uh, social yeah, of course. Please? On Facebook, we've got Collecting Weekly. We have our main group as well uh, for the community, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. On Instagram, we have at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at uh, The Everyday Collector as well. Guys, be sure to uh, 
to be following these pages. I know we're at 2,000. Huge congrats. But, uh, yeah, get these pages onto your social media, phones, computers, whatever, because there's some good content on it. Definitely. Erwin says, congrats again on the 2K every episode. We get thanked by you guys, but, man, thanks for the good content from everyone in the network. Holy shit, that's an Appreciate amazing it. comment. Thank Eddie you. Arrow Maestro, congrats on 2K. Again, enter our 2,000 subscriber celebration uh, sponsored by Off the Rack Collectibles. Um, sub to Collecting Weekly and Collectors Enabled. Join Collecting Weekly Auxiliary Facebook group. Comment hashtag CW2K on the giveaway post. Um, let's uh, let's do this. We, we did drop quite a bit of viewership, but let's reward the people that are still here. Give me, John, give me a hashtag for some bonus entries. Hashtag. Uh, the big night. Collect, collecting weekly for life. Yeah. Okay, for let's do. Life. Yeah, let's do hashtag CW for CW life. CW for life. Yeah. I'll put it in the comments. Go and, go and comment that on the, um, the giveaway post. You'll get a bonus entry if you're watching live now. So there's 60 of us here. We'll put the timer for, we won't be here for 15 minutes, but we'll put the timer for, let's do 20 minutes. Sure. And if you comment, you'll get a bonus. Don't mention for the bonus entry. And also, Fern, I meant comment on the uh, the giveaway post. Right Fern's like a, a bee on honey. Look, or now a bear you started, now Eddie's. <laughs> God damn it, Fern. Okay, let's clarify here. Comment hashtag Dang. CW4. Oh my God. <laughs> comment hashtag CW4Life on the giveaway post on Facebook. Jesus, Fern. Speaking English. All right. Well, we'll 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 try to get you guys over to the Facebook page. Let's. Uh... Danny's like you dinguses, but he commented it. <laughs> also, Danny, you can't answer. <laughs> They're the <good> Fern. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, there we go. Fern. Fern got the memo. Yeah, yeah. Do it on. Do it on on uh, Facebook. Ox, please. Yeah, Facebook. Look. Look at that. We got the people commenting already. Thank you guys. Um, and and let's let's do some shout outs. So. I want to I want to bring this comment up because I think this is a really great one by Eddie earlier. Um, there's a lot of people that do a lot of things for the channel. Um, obviously, the guys we have here, Dean, my right hand man, John, my right hand man, fucking the the generals of the empire. We got Marco and Ben. They come on here after dark, C dubs every week. Mm -hmm. You know, we we kind of have been, you know, leaning on you guys a lot for topics and, you know, a lot of prep stuff. You guys help out a ton. Uh, Ian and Pete are, you know, honestly, like some of our first listeners uh, coming up on 75 episodes of their show. Uh, Ian's such a great guy. Really been doing some really neat stuff with 3D printing for us, printing out one of our Patreonies, a dinosaur uh, feet that I have to paint, uh, printing out, uh, you know, some some other things for, for some of my figures uh, Dylan, again, one of our one of our early listeners, took the helm on Small Talk when we lost Damien. Um, really appreciate that. Sean too stepped up big time with Small Talk. Um, Seth, one of the one of the biggest investors in the show in the early years, really really got us to the level that we're we are at now. One of my best friends, also. Uh, Rainer, Manny, uh, you know, we're talking CW royalty there some of the first hosts that we ever had you may not see them often but they they really got us to where we are as well mark pearson uh ringcast dungeons and dragons small talk uh danny with club and unboxing always dynamite on the mic uh some past hosts eddie mario real great guys we have a lot of love for them you know they helped us get to a thousand obviously you know they've, they've been a big part of the channel 
USB with uh, with club and unboxing and uh, the uh, Bricks and Brews show. Uh, Brenton with question of the week. Uh, Eric, sweet sweet guy. Fern also. You guys have uh, really really all been a uh, tremendous part of this, and uh, you know it, it's a journey. You know. 2K took a long time, a lot of work, so we're happy. We're, we're, we're celebrating, sorry. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So we'll celebrate mm-hmm. again tomorrow. Uh, Lane says, don't forget, we have the 3-0 Optimus on Monday. Yes, yep, sir. It's going to be a great, excuse me, a great uh, a great drawing. And look at that. We got we got Dini in the chat. You'll love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. So, yeah, this is, this is our accomplishment as much as it is yours. So yeah. we really appreciate it. Uh, and and I'm opening the floor. If you guys have any shoutouts, let's let's go ahead and get those going. I'll go with a quick. Uh, or Dean, Dean, if you want to go ahead first. Dean's freezing a little bit. Froze. I'm lagging the argument. Okay. Uh, I just want to say, yeah, huge shout out to everyone uh, that Zach mentioned on the 2K. Couldn't have done it without you guys, especially the Patreones, that everyone who tunes into the show afterwards on the podcast anywhere. If you're listening to the show, you're supporting us big time. Uh, even if you support reissues, that's why I'm still thanking you. Um, huge shout out to Lane. Okay, I want to give my shout out to Lane tonight. Lane handled his unboxing yesterday like a champ. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Opened up Grievous, and unfortunately there was a crack, but he remained calm, very professional, handled it like a champ. Thanks, brother. He cried Hopefully. for like 11 minutes, but it, that's okay. Hopefully you get it rectified, uh, Lane. But, uh, again, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, thanks for everything you do. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to all the people who listen that we don't get to interact with on a daily basis. You know, we have a lot of people in our Facebook group, on our Facebook chats, the Patreonies, all the people on the YouTube that we talk to, you know, that we feature comments, and they're here every week. But there's way more people that listen that, aren't necessarily in the chats um yeah. so i just want to give a huge shout out to- damn took him he down huh? huge shout out to them he's right and yeah. okay sorry there I you go. For a second. what was the last thing i said huge oh, shout out to huge the, shout out. the people that you can't <laughs> that was- no 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 huge oh, shout out here. to the people who who aren't necessarily vocal uh, yeah, watching the who, show who yeah. We, yeah who we don't get to see but you're out there and and we do really appreciate y'all i mean i think uh zach we're like somewhere around like 10 or fourteen thousand downloads a week or something or a month or whatever it is like there's a lot of people out there that we don't get to interact with so huge shout out to you guys i'll do a quick one as well um because i was thinking about this tonight after um i was racing home from work and Shauna purposely raced home to quickly make me dinner so that I'd be downstairs and ready to get on the show in time um, for everybody. Uh, I think it's amazing that our families, our wives, our girlfriends, uh, our friends uh, support us as much as they do. Um, I do one one show a week with you guys, and sometimes Shauna feels, you know, like left out, right? Like she's like, "Oh, like is it Tuesday already? Like I wish we could hang out tonight," but. You know, some of you guys do multiple shows a week, and clearly your your wives and partners are, um, and family are just supportive of that. And 
you know, if we if we had families that didn't support us from behind and make sure that we had the opportunity to be in front of everybody every week, uh, the show wouldn't be what it is. Uh, so, shout out to our our lovely family members and wives and love loved ones um, for I'm forever giving us alone, that time. So. Damn. Hey, well. hey now, <laughs> Kevin is a very supportive puppy dog. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah. love that little guy. And if it wasn't for CW, I would die in Elden Ring every week. So, (laughs) I need you, Dean. Okay. Yeah, really well said, Ben. Yeah, shout out to all the significant others that hold it down. Um, Shout out to the chat and to everyone in the community. This really is the best community. Um, Shout out to you guys, uh, you know, Zach, Dean, um, and John. You know, you guys work harder than, well, okay. Zach and John work harder than anyone. Dean, he just shows up. But, you know, as someone who has like a, their own small channel, I know how hard it is to, like, make content. And you guys, like, do so much of it that this is an incredible feat to hit 2,000. So, yeah, shout out to you guys. Um, and I will just say one more shout out to Danny Lee. As I mentioned earlier, that guy drove a few hours to hang out with me, go comic book shopping, have lunch. Uh, make a hot toys transaction so another testament to how great this community is that well, you know got a buddy gain, for so <laughs> you go but no he, it was just a, it was a good time so it's awesome to meet friends in the community and uh yeah it's a special Definitely. place here yeah are we very well spoken everybody can we Welcome. sing Kumbaya? That's the plan right now. I haven't bought a flight, we all but, hold I'm, hands. but I'm planning to. Here, Ben, give me your hand. Bro, buy, yeah, that, yeah. buy that fucking... Ben, give me your hand, Dean. <laughs> Fuck hands. <laughs> Why am I so fucking <laughs> stupid right now? What? <laughs> I can never give my directions. To right. the left. There <laughs> you go. Wait, Dean, high five me. Jesus. Wait, Dean, <laughs> let's do like the, the God thing. Cute. Yeah, there we go. I thought I smelled Good cabbage. Day. Whoa! <laughs> have any corn? <laughs> Anyways, uh, you guys have 11 minutes and 30 seconds to enter into that bonus um, bonus that we're doing there on uh, on uh, auxiliary. It's uh, hashtag CW4Life. Uh, so be sure to do that. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys. You know, we'll probably celebrate it a bit more tomorrow. Kind of caught me off guard today. But uh, we appreciate it. Uh, be sure to enter into our giveaway. It's going to be a great, great bit of giveaway. And then uh, John's still figuring out his, how he's going to do unboxing giveaway. But mm-hmm. Monday there will be a giveaway. So, anyways, uh, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.